0: I thought you were dead
1: sun out of your eyes and be yourself uh, I
0: heard you were dead She's dead, wrapped in plastic That man's dead back then It was worse than dead it must be dead Is this a dead man, Ducky? Oh,
1: God! Oh, Jesus please! Everybody, welcome to the Roast Morning Podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. I will be your sexy Cody for the evening. And this is the holiday special 2018. Oh <laughs> my God, Tom! Can you believe? Can you believe the planet made it around again? I'm to it. How many times has that happened? It's like, Dude, it's at least happened like a few brilliant yeah, times. Well, there, there's, there's well, 2018, this, and, yeah. and, and like Jesus was born a few years before zero. So I don't yeah. know, maybe like three thousand times, something like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> this this planet is on a hell of a streak with years. I hope it
0: can keep going. So I have a question. So there's Hanukkah Harry. Yep. Right? There's fucking there's there's uh, Santa Claus. Okay. Why is there no New Year's
1: guy? It's Baby New Year. It's Dick Clark. <laughs> He's and, alive yeah. still Really? No Yeah, yeah he it's comes down work. your chimney And he, uh, well, he, he sets slithers. off firecrackers in your house <laughs> But only while you're at other people's parties <laughs> You're away <Yeah. laughs> And then he shows up Yeah, if you're home, it's it's a mess Yeah all yeah, right, so if well, your now house we know. goes on fire uh, New Year's, it's because Dick Clark uh, uh, I'm you know. I'm imagining him just in like nude-colored spandex <laughs> While he does this to you <laughs>
0: Um, so I'm not going to ask how your week is doing, because, um,
1: it's a fucking holiday. No one's got anything going. We got a lot of podcasts to cover anyway, so. We do. We're doing things. We're touching people. So, as we did last year. Oh, do you remember? You had your tonsils. It was fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, hello. Hello. I'm Travis. Yeah, it was it was uh, you, you, Tom, you, Cody, and Ray Romano. Hi, <laughs> like, hey, it's you, me, you, Travis. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think you're joking, but we were listening to that episode. <laughs> oh, thanks,
0: guys. I think it sounds sexual then. I think it sounds sexual now. Oh, you, type you type can breathe now.
1: I, I like
0: that your airways are more open. now. I still kind of breathe. I'm trying to equal that with black lung from the
1: cigarettes I smoke. I'm trying to open up my voice more because I'm a, a bit nasally and. I think I'm going to have that operation where my jaws cut in half, like the characters from Blade 2. Mm-hmm. You want me to just do that for you? No, I need a specialist, you dope.
0: I'm a specialist. Oh, okay. I own a, I own a Viking sword. I own like a... Go, I could do it for you. Go, All right,
1: we'll do a poll on Twitter. Go right. go get Artie Lang's surgeon. I'm sure he's looking <laughs> for work. Oh, that poor man's nose. Have, have you seen, seen his nose recently? No. Oh, dude, it's so fucked up. Ugh. You want to you peeve it real quick? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> well, oh, they got a tablet here.
0: Whoa, what the fuck? Oh!
1: Right? What is going on there? So, t- Tom, you want to <laughs> run that down for uh, Travis and the viewers? So basically, Artie Lang has snorted so much heroin and cocaine and other strange things like oxycotton <sighs> that his septum is totally gone. Oh, my God. And he got into a bar fight what? a little while ago which just totally Dude, fucked his nose. if you don't have a septum... Don't get into a bar fight.
0: His face looks like it has a poop
1: emoji on the middle of it. it yeah. It, it looks like a defective Mr. Potato Head that Ugh. does heroin. He claims that he snorted a piece of glass once by accident, and uh, that's why. I like well, how he added by accident. <laughs> well, he, t- it was a, he It was excuse me, a specific enough time that he recalled where him and some chick were snorting Oxycontins, uh. and they were crushing the pill with a glass. Uh it if that did happen, that probably wouldn't destroy your whole septum like that. It's just years of abuse, and uh, I love Artie Lang's, so it's just kind of weird to look at him now. That is weird. That's a great start to our holiday episode. Artie Lang's disfigurement slash drug habit. Happy holidays, motherfucker. Yeah! Especially, right. yeah. especially so, to Artie Lang. So, Tom,
0: you want to tell us how this holiday special is going to go down. A little refresher. Yeah, so what's
1: going to happen is that instead of one person, we're going to do ten people. 10 yeah. And those people will be from the 18th of their century, Mm -hmm. as we're moving into the 18th of our century. So
0: As we just finished finished our 18th of our century.
1: Right, kill me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... We're going to have the 18th of the century, and we're going to go all the way back. For example, we're starting back in the year 618. Whoa. Whoa. AD. And Very we're going to work our way up to modern day. Or right. BC. So it's like
0: XX18. Exactly. Fill in the blank.
1: Yeah. And it's gonna be. A it's little, not a porno, though. It's a bunch of mini-sodes, if you would.
0: Yeah, dog. Sexual mini-sodes. Yes. Found a whole bunch of jerk-offs, bo- or died on the 18th. Not the 18th.
1: Of something. The 18th year of, of the century. <laughs> century. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, if you don't get it, it's all right. Keep listening. (laughs) There's another whole episode in the backlog (laughs) to help you come up to speed. That's right. And speaking of another whole episode, I would like to start this off with a holy man. Uh Are you first? I am first. So, what year are we dabbling in? We're in the year 618. 618. Oh, my God. My favorite year. Is it? (laughs) Oh, it's divisible by three? Uh, I can feel the tip of your dick yeah. pushing my kneecap in. Woo! Oh, wow. Ow. So we're going to talk about St. Kevin of hey. Glendalo. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> no idea. Wait, just St. Kevin? St. Uh, Kevin of Glendalo. All right,
0: that's like the guy I fucking buy cigarettes from at fucking 7-Eleven. Hey,
1: Street Kevin, how you doing? Oh, uh, Glendalow 64. St. Kevin of <laughs> Glendalo is the holy man from a holy hole. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, so let's summarize St. Kevin. St. Kevin of Glendalow was the founder and the first abbot of the Glendalough County in Wicklow, Ireland. Abbot, A little old Wicklow. Now, what's the important behind this man? <laughs> because of his monastery, Glendalough has a lot of cool monistic ruins that Ooh. we can see today. So it's pretty neat. We like ruins, right? Yeah. Like old shit? Yeah.
0: You go up there and it just says, this was Kevin's.
1: Right. Exactly. Kevin was here. <laughs> so how come it be that way?
0: How do? I don't know.
1: So we'll get into a story. Oh. Uh, how he is behind all these cool structures. Ah, uh, What are these structures? Yeah. Well, they're like chapels, oh. statues, and ancient Stonehenge-style ruins that are in the county. Kev's ruins. Kev's ruins. Mm. So let's talk about him a little bit. Sure, yeah. All right. St. Kevin was born the year 498 in the Irish province of Leinster to noble parents. His mother apparently had absolutely no labor pains at the time of his birth. Oh,
0: well. <laughs> so he just fell right out. He was one of those, you know, they have those things where, like, the woman doesn't know that they're having a baby and then they take a shit and they just fall, fall out oh, yeah. the toilet. It's
1: usually tremendously obese women. Yeah, it yeah. happens in Walmart bathrooms for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen back then when you had to scavenge to eat berries and stuff. Apparently it did. He was with Kevin, born premature. Did I get that birthday right? What did you say there? You did. Fuck. And let me address that later. Okay. <laughs> I was just checking your math, but your math is apparently sound. It is. Yeah, it took me a few. I had a, I had a couple go backs. So an angel is said to have appeared during the child's baptism, telling his parents that the child should be named Kevin, meaning blessed birth. Now Dude. he is the first person in history to be named Kevin. No, you can't possibly know that. <laughs> apparently. I checked this, like, for a few minutes. Dude, that must have sounded like <laughs> such an alien name to that dude. <laughs> it's fucking Kevin. That's, that's, all right, all right, all right. That, let me tell that's you. That's some Nicolas Cage shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll let, name my kid Cal Let Sure. Me, sure. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. You're
0: going to have a child. Your child's going to be called Kevin. <laughs> Heaven? No. Kevin. It's There's like, going to be many other Kevins, like, like Kevin Bacon. Like, with a uh, C? No, with a K, dude, because it's cool. <laughs> it's ma- like, how- there's going to be a man, don't worry about it. How many this, ends? This is going to happen like two millennia later, but there's going to be a man named Exhibit, and he
1: starts with an X in his name. Right, Check so it out, this is Kevin. Going to reference that <laughs> for a while. All right, so his childhood was marked with a horrible temper and a dislike of other people. Although he <laughs> really not, liked animals. Yeah. <laughs> Does not play well with others except the class pet. Squirrel. That's right. So at the age of seven, his parents sent him to a monastery. Story has it, while there, Kevin was kneeling, his arms outstretched in prayer. And on the first day of Lent, in a small hut in the wilderness, a little blackbird landed on his palm and proceeded to construct a nest. House... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Kevin remained perfectly still as to not disturb the bird. For the whole of Lent, which is 40 days for Uh, you heathens. uh, (laughs) So he held his arm out for... And 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 night It's very important that you get that last night in because you... It's very true. Wait, so this deckhead
0: was holding his fucking hand out for 40 days, 40 nights.
1: Yeah. You want (laughs) to know how he lived so long without moving? How? Kevin was fed by the blackbird with berries and nuts. (laughs) By the end of Lent, the last blackbird hatchling had flown from the nest which now lay empty in his hand. And Kevin returned to the monastery, and he told them all. (laughs)
0: Yo, dog, so I was standing out there in the field, son, and they made a nest, and, like, the birds, they were chewing shit up and putting it in my mouth. (laughs) Yo, isn't
1: that sick, dude? I think I might have just invented Gatorade. Brother Kevin, (laughs) you were out there for 40 days? Yeah. Nothing to eat but nuts and berries from a regurgitating bird. It was the nicest 40 days in this monastery we've had in a long time. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Oh, this is like sandals without Kevin. (laughs) What's he doing? They're all in sandals, by the way. After he became a priest, he decided society wasn't for him. So he fucked off into the woods of Glendalow, where he slept in a cave that was three feet tall and four feet wide for seven years. I'm loving this guy. I mean, (laughs) this is my role model. Is he this still is, the hole. is he still being a horrible scarecrow to bur- an anti scarecrow? Well, he would spend a lot of his time meditating and praying to God f- for apparently no reason cuz you don't really need to pray for God if you're not sinning or just kind of not touching your balls or whatever. He's in a well, no. Oh, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. He's in a a cave that's very small. He's touching his balls. Oh yeah. You yada, if it's a three-foot cave, how do, you get it? how do you get in there without touching a ball? How uh, do you stucco the walls? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just sleep in it, and then pray that a bear doesn't eat your feet off. Uh, according to his word, all he did was pray and live off the land with the help of an otter. <laughs> He's Snow White, isn't he? Yep, that's right. This man had an otter familiar that he claimed to provide him with fish, herbs, and even a prayer book. Huh? Wait, the otter came out <laughs> <Yeah. rabbit? laughs> Was it in English
0: uh, or Gaelic? Or, I think, or, in, the a, oh. in,
1: a, in a native language, understandable. Yep, it wasn't in Otternese, was it? No, it was not. No <laughs> translation at all. So, actually, the otter had come up from the icy river and had the book in his mouth, and it wasn't wet. Oh, so a, but that's uh, obviously poppycock. T- I'm just reporting on the facts. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about an otter animal, right? Not an otter, a homosexual man opposite of a bear. You know what? History says that like, it's Like a animal. gay Michael Phelps. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that body like. Oh, my God. A two-thirds size Michael Phelps. Have you Michael not heard Phelps? of that? Yeah. No. Otter? No, no. I know what the otter okay, is. Yeah. yeah. That's why I made him smaller. Um, Kevin had no intentions of leaving the woods anytime soon. Unfortunately for him, God needed him to teach pagans how to live their lives. <laughs> Wow. And it started with one particular pagan named Dimma.
0: Oh, Dima! I'm yo, Kevin. Yo, Dima. So I got this otter dog. He gave me a book, son. Yes, son. Yes, yeah, son. Yo, Dimma, you should believe in this guy, because
1: an otter just fucking gave me a book, bro. Dimma was a cow farmer, mm-hmm. and his prized milking cow had started wandering off away from the farm during the day... Coming back at night, and the following morning, there was so much milk in those udders, you could take out more Asians than the Enola gang. Wow. <laughs> it's a good joke, right? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in there. I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Curious Dimma decided to follow his hot piece of beef into the woods to see what was going on. Turns okay. out that the cow was using the first Kevin ever... As a salt lick while he was in deep meditative <laughs> prayer, praise be. So Kevin's pretty salty. Wait,
0: yeah. so Kevin's getting his di- dick sucked by a cow? Not his Pretty dick. much. Well, he's not
1: moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, so,
0: well, what's the saltiest part of your body? It's your balls and dick.
1: I haven't met someone who lives out in the woods for seven years, so I don't know yet. I think that's the best way to gauge it. I just I can't, I can't believe this. <laughs> it's okay, man. Dima fell to his knees at the sight of his cow's saliva covered dipshit. So Kevin sees this man and says, stand up, you manure baboon. I'm going to share with you the joys of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yep. So Dima's in awe of this brief PowerPoint that Kevin gives him. (laughs) Okay. And he's horny for God's love. Kevin thinks it's a good idea to start sharing God's love with more people. Mm. So Kevin goes to Glendalow, where he quickly gains a few dozen followers. Oh. Oh, hey. All pagans converted. It's Like Facebook. Whoa. Yeah. However, Kevin could not establish a monastery since King O'Toole of Glendalow was a pagan and wouldn't have it. Fucking dick. God I damn. believe in these fucking trees, dude. Druids. Right? Yeah. They like nature for real. Yeah. I'm going to roll me a 20 in respect for nature. Exactly. So, it happened that the king had a much-beloved pet goose, which was now old and gray. Old gray goose? Hearing of Kevin's sanctity and power, the pagan king sent for him, and he asked that he make his beloved goose young. Kevin asked for a payment of whatever land the goose would be able to fly over. As the goose could no longer take flight, O'Toole, the king, agreed. When Kevin touched the bird It grew young And flew over an entire valley Ha <laughs> Gotcha ah, dickhead Sucker And this is the site Where the monastery was established Wait That's a
0: pretty long mon- That's like a That's like a dick Shaped monastery Well this it is was- why They kept building
1: shit All those artifacts oh. and, and things And prayer centers What a So much bucket. space
0: for activities yeah. What a tricky dick Kevin
1: <laughs> yeah, the people all contributed to build a tower and a chapel and some other dumb rock shit And mm. God probably didn't even ask for any of that, but whatever <laughs> I know he
0: didn't, actually yeah, Right? No, God was like, oh, Kevin, you do you I'm just gonna let you do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> So, ask me how he died
1: How'd, uh, how'd fucking Kevin die? how did? In Glendalow, Kevin passes away one night Apparently from being, like, 120 years old. <laughs> that's, yeah, that that, that's path, why I freaked together, out at the grand. map. <laughs> right? My Asian was just like, how How decrepit? We don't know when his otter died. <laughs> or if Kevin did the noble thing and turned that otter into a pelt or a fanny pack. Dude, <laughs> what would you do with otter skin? I, I feel like I just want to bind fanny a book pack. with it. I just want to bind a book with it. I loved learning
0: about the first Kevin ever. That's awesome. Wow,
1: the proto... The- Proto Kevin. Not the proto Kevin, the Kevin Prime. Yeah, that's no, Kevin. Prime, Prime, Prime. Kevin.
0: All right, so moving on to our next death date. Is, is that you? You doing it? Yeah. yeah. We're going to 818. 818. 818. That's wow. awkward. That is an awkward year to say. We're going to start yeah. with a a another uh, great name, Bernard of Italy. Hey, Bernard of, of Italy. How yeah. you doing? It's just,
1: you know, just Bernard of Italy. Yeah, the last guy who owned my Buick, his name was Bernard. Was he of Italy? Definitely. 100%. <laughs> I like how you're saying of Italy instead of like d'Italia. Nah, just of Italy. Okay. So, um,
0: Bernard was not actually born in Italy. He was born in Picardy in northern France. Bullshit! In in 797. So right. He's not really of Italy.
1: No, but would he have a potato farm in Italy?
0: No, he was the illegitimate son of King Pepin of Italy. Oh, hi Pepin.
1: Pepin. <laughs> King Pepperoni of Italy. So
0: uh King Pepin was also the son of Emperor Charlemagne.
1: Oh, really? Charlemagne. That guy's DNA is fucking everywhere, man. Essentially, if you're not Asian, you have Charlemagne in you. Or African. Probably fuck more dudes than Eileen Wernos. <laughs> Charlemagne. <laughs> he was uh, busy fucking.
0: He was fucking around Europe. So that means Bernard Charlemagne was Bernard's grandpappy, right? Okay, oh, direct yeah. line. Yeah, that of makes fucking, sense. All right, right. So when Bernard was thirteen, his daddy Pepin uh, died of illness that he contracted while trying to siege Venice, because uh, you know he liked the smell of Venice. This is great <laughs> smell. I like that poop water in that,
1: that shallow po- canal. Yeah, dude. Every square inch of Venice that isn't visible is covered by pigeon shit. Yeah, I know this for a fact because, like, I was like, "Oh, let's let's jump, let's parkour, like let's Assassin's Creed off of this ledge." Instantly, slept off from pigeon shit, fell on my ass, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes sense because it's like, why would you clean up there ever? Uh, Cody's adventures in Venice. Whoa! I'm a gondola man. I'm a man with the computer who's also a gondola. Oh God, the the the, the waterways are just. Refined sewers Yeah Yeah pretty most much Most people are like Isn't this romantic? It's just like This is low tide Well I we can't drink the water anyway It's salty I just imagine Full of corpses <laughs> Yeah it's
0: pooping it I just imagine Little Cody Playing his Pokemon On the Game Boy And then slipping on All this
1: pigeon turd Oh pigeon right into the Oh Oh pop, ta- pop John What are you oh. talking about? We're all in Venice At the same time <laughs> Well I don't so know I, was I wasn't looking with you. where you were. We were yeah, looking we, for
0: a bar Well no We were doing parkour You remember Like Assassin's Creed They yeah. made the game off of us You'll be soft. (laughs) You'll be soft. So even though Bernard was illegitimate, Charlemagne allowed him to inherit Italy. All Italy. Take it. It looks like a boat.
1: It smells like a dick.
0: Now, Charlemagne dies in uh, 814, and Bernard's uncle, Louis the Pious, takes over. Oh. Now, Louis, he draws up uh, what he calls the Ornito uh, Pyria which is uh, the ma- uh, mapped-out version of the Frankish Empire. Okay, sure. Um, and so he gives a bunch of territory to his son, Lothar. <laughs>
1: Dude, that <laughs> was like, ska- like...
0: Yeah. He sounds like a couch. I was going to yeah. say
1: Skeletor's cousin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so Lothar becomes the, the new king of the Frankish Empire,
1: but he leaves Bernard
0: alone. He's like, Bernard, you can have all of Italy. You can be the king of Italy still. Yeah, you can take it because at the time that was the Florida of Europe. Oh, wow. (laughs) They both look like boots, right? But Bernard was pissed because that meant that he was still under this Lothar. Like he was a vassal of Lothar. He wasn't
1: his own fucking dude, right? So he's mad because Italy wasn't big enough. Yeah. Vassal of Lothar was that sex position do Tom. Vassal of Lothar? Yeah, if you if you want a vassal of Lothar, your your lady for the evening. Well, firstly, you need a lady who's much stronger than you. Yeah, and she's got to take you by the ankles and wing you around the room <laughs> until you <laughs> until but, you come. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing right. more to it than nothing that. else. Yeah, <laughs> Just, by centripetal force, she's going to drain your balls. <laughs> Lothar.
0: <laughs> so Bernard's all like, he's 20 years old at this point. He's like, it's not fair. I want to be have more land even though i own all of italy and my cousin is a dickhead
1: my name's bernard and i have the name of a 77 year old but i'm 20 Dude. nobody likes me and i'm the kind of guy who has hair on the side of his cheeks and not so much on the bottom <laughs> it's not fair i want more land is the best thing i've heard all year
0: <laughs> <laughs> so his his uncle is like yo um Quit being a bitch. Yeah. Uh, you, like, fuck you. I gave you all of Italy, right? Like, all of it. Leave you alone. And fucking Bernard's moaning and bitching keeps going on. He started building a little f- group of fucking dissenters, right? <sighs> Louis hears about this shit, and Amazon's was like, I'm going to go deal with this bitch ass's plot to, like, march,
1: <laughs> like, on the Frankish Empire. How do you get so many people to get you a new snowboard or a new Xbox One? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know? spoiled ass bitch like getting your friends to come on, like, I need something better. Like they're trying to like kickflip
0: over your fucking sedan. You know what I mean? Like psh, psh. I need a Corvette now.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: what a bitch. So Louis marches his troops down to Italy, be like, yo, what are you idiots doing? And Bernard like sees them coming. He's like, he's completely surprised. He's like Oh, I wasn't trying to raise an army. Why would you fucking come after me, uncle? These are my friends.
1: It's the Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that precipitates every war. Like, we marched down and asked, hey, what are you idiots doing? <laughs> that happens at least one point in every armed conflict.
0: Yeah. Bernard meets their army, like, halfway at this place called Charon and starts to negotiate terms. For him and his regent leaders, because he just want to like be like, hey, well, you know, we were raising this army. Eventually, he surrenders to Louis. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, you always Stupid surrender idiot. to Louis. Um,
1: Bernard is tried and sentenced to death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, idiot. I like, uh, I like. I like. I want to think it happened that quickly too. Yeah. Bernard, you are being tried trot- and sentenced to death. The only person in history who was given Italy and then wanted more. Yeah. But Louis the Pious was merciful. Oh. Steps in, he says, "Oh, do not kill the boy.
0: Spare his life."
1: That's what piety be, boy. Just blind him. Neut. I was gonna just say neuter <laughs> him. Just, just blind him. him. I was gonna say neuter. You were going for the eyeballs. I was going for the huh, balls. Yeah. So uh, he has his guards heat
0: up a stiletto, which is a very long shoe dagger. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not the shoe. It's a long steel d- dagger. Mm-hmm. They heat it up so it was red hot. Poked both
1: of his eyes out. Thank you, Louis. Thank you, Louis. (laughs) Thank you, Louis. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just imagining someone be like, now stay still. (laughs) No. I've got to punish you. I don't want (laughs) to (laughs) miss... Now, what happens when you jab someone's
0: eyes out in like, you know, 1880, or, 8, or 880, or well, 8, 818? The rot starts going into their brain. Yeah, he dies, like, instantly. <laughs> Save him. <laughs> Save him. <laughs> Instead of just killing him outright and hanging him, he dies from fucking maggots eating his eyes. Off. Oh, oh, my God. You got to
1: cover those, Lou. I'm, I'm sure he, he was put just a the little aquaphor yeah. on there. So
0: he died in April, on April 17th, 880.
1: Team. And good riddance, you fucking idiot. Come on. You a got little... a whole country and you couldn't be happy. <laughs> God damn it, I'm still in a basement. Yeah. Fucking bitch. A little funnel and bleach would have cured those eyes right up. Yep. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing, it's just a cavity. Just put bleach in there. Put a little red wine vinegar on yeah. it. You're in Italy, you own it. Keep hot sauce in there. Imagine just a little <laughs> sriracha coming out of your fucking face cavity. Oh God, it hurts as much <laughs> as it should. Is olive oil like uh, antiseptic? I don't think so. There's no way it can
0: be. Uh, I mean, I've used it on cuts before. It does pretty good. What? What, in keeping them wet? <laughs> yeah, you keep the cut wet and then the bugs show up. They eat out the disease. Uh, this has been First Aid 101 <laughs> with Travis William Lee. Dude, yep. trust me, I'm like WebMD too. Right in. <laughs> I'm the doctor of the podcast. Yeah, right web-toes MD. <laughs> our next guy. We're mm. jumping forward a century to 918. Ooh. And where our last story ended with gross eye stuff, this story begins with gross eye stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so our guy is Gung Yi. Oh, okay. He was roughly born in 869 ah. in Korea. Cool. And uh, all records point that he was the son of King
1: Sure, Travis. I got it. Cody, that was that was thing. No, you it. know I like a good joke, but maybe we should stop Travis from doing Asian people. <laughs> hmm, it's too silly. You're the it's authority. Yeah. No, this must continue. All right. My people be damned. This is, <laughs> this is a national treasure. <laughs> Fuck that hemisphere. Jokes are happy.
0: All right, so what we do know about Gung Yee was that he was born on the Korean holiday of Dano. Which is the fifth day of the fifth month of the lunar Korean calendar. It's a very happy celebration. There's wine, there's dancing, there's songs. I like this. There's pictures of
1: Paul Dano, yeah. the older brother from Little Miss Sunshine, and a bunch of other stupid indie movies.
0: It's a it's a gif of him getting his brain smashed in by Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> with the polo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's everyone what likes happen. bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't yeah. I wait for this thought Car-
1: to be invented. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do some karaoke. There will be blood. <laughs> Milkshakes. <laughs> uh, another. That's another thing. Milkshakes. Asians can't handle it. A lot of them lactose intolerant. That was a joke I was saying before. Ugh. You know a gay joke. Did You guys respond to it the way? Uh, I'm pretty upset with you guys. Mm. I didn't know how that how was. Wiped out more than they you know. Because if you have a lot of milk. Uh huh. Asians are typically extremely lactose intolerant. This is oh, true. So, so it's the like bar. the nuke of lactose intolerance. Right. It took out more Asians. I, I, than I got, the got you gay. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's complicated. It's like it's like a Rube Goldberg joke. Yeah, but it's a good joke. It, oh yeah. It, it lands when you commit to it. And guess who wrote it? This guy. That one. Thomas. And I'm only bringing it up. Because I write good jokes. Thomas Ezekiel Saltman. That's right. You <laughs> he heard it here.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we're having a fun time. It's Dano, right? Hey, we're dancing. We're dancing. Got it. Some dickhead, the royal seer, predicted that a prince will be born on Dano, and when that happens, disaster will come to the nation. So a big old fucking party pooper. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's rough. And Gung Yi popped out on Dano. Oh. Hi. So it's popping out on Dano. It's Not over. Good. Okay, it's so over. everyone likes this kid. No, everyone mm. hates him. Why? Because He's a bad he, auspice. Yeah, because the seer was like, if a prince pops out on Dano, it's gonna ruin the nation. So oh, everyone hates. Okay. This I kid. was still focusing. He's I a bad. I was just
1: thinking about my joke. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Cool,
0: but now I'll pay attention. Right. So the king took this as a very serious uh,
1: prophecy. I'm surprised he made it to term. Because well, if I, I was like, oh, a prince is gonna is gonna ruin my shit. I'm going to slap every pregnant belly I see nine months before. Yeah, Well, Well, uh, they can't pinpoint it down to the day. They still can't. That's true. But also, like, you're getting too close. So I'm sorry, wife number 14, you're going down the stairs. Not (laughs) nine months before. I mean, like, (laughs) nine months after. So, like, if you're looking like you're popping a baby out in a month, I'm uh, pushing you downstairs. Not on Dano! Exactly. (laughs) Well, Cody,
0: that's exactly what happened. Because the king sends over a bunch of henchmen to kill little
1: Gung Yi. In utero, Gung Yi. No, okay. he popped out. He was
0: like, "Oh, he popped out on fucking Dano. I gotta kill this idiot." Oh,
1: so if you kill him, it undoes the bad juju. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Perfect.
0: It's so, good. So they rushed into Gung Yi's mom's palace. And how
1: do you do it? How do you kill a newborn? Like, hey, we rushed in. Take and your she... shoes off at the door, and then you rush in. <laughs> you do a flying kick to the solar plexus of that newborn, and you call it a do day. Do you have a holographic uh, Charizard? <laughs> Yes. Oh, sick fire spin.
0: Yeah. So they rush in and Gung Yi's mom throws him out of the second f- floor window.
2: Uh, <laughs> all <laughs> right. Whew.
0: Okay. I guess if you got no other choice. Uh, now they're like, hey, well, I guess the baby's dead and the henchmen leave. Little do they know. Gung Yi had planned, Gung Yi's mom, mom had planned this. Oh. And her, her maid was standing outside the window to catch him. But when she caught him, her fucking finger went through
1: his left eye. <laughs> oh! oh, that's the worst. Yeah. It's almost kind of like laces out. <laughs> right. Socket out. That's terrifying. Look, and even harder to pull off on an Asian. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's a tiny little, tiny bullseye right there. Well, okay. <laughs> also tiny fingers. The geometry oh. might like actually funnel it weird. Well, okay. I'm assuming he's Asian. Oh, he's Korean, yeah. <laughs> I, well, is that Asian? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, where was I going before? <laughs> Cody, you're just Horrible. asking if he has slanty
0: eyes. Yes, he of does. Of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this poor baby. Yeah. He's a baby. We can't really make fun of him.
0: All right, but now he's point. got he, Now he's got a gold eye patch for the rest of his life. Pretty neat. Baller. Not, not too shab. Mm. Um, so Gung Yi is uh, secretly raised at a Buddhist temple because they don't want anyone killing this little baby boy anymore. Okay. It's a very
1: conspicuous target. What do we look for? Gold eye patch. <laughs> One eyeball. Baby uh, robes has a hard time digesting milk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a huge rebellion in Korea and essentially Korea is split into three sections. Gung Yi returns and leads these rebels and becomes the ruler of the middle section of Korea. <laughs> which is now non-existent.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's a demilitarized zone. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty north, much. south, and demilitarized, same He's thing. He's got the
0: DMZ. <laughs> that's
1: about it. You enjoy your, uh, your Yeah, and, and
0: that's probably the most dangerous place in the world. But also, the time, being surrounded by two fucking rival factions, not a good place to be. It's a horrible place. Oh, you never yeah. want to be in a faction sandwich. Nope. So, so in order to unite his country... He turns to religion because he was raised in this Buddhist temple. That's what I would do. And he claims that he will uh, guide the world and save the people of their suffering and hardship. That's what I would do. But he starts to get a little paranoid. And then he starts to arbitrarily accuse people of treason and sentence sentence them to death. I would stop doing that. Here's where we part. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Including his wife and two sons that he sentenced to death. Oh, really? Wife and two kids. So anyone anyone of your friends that say, oh, Buddhism is the religion of peace. (laughs) You can go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can easily recall back to the 1972 B Kung Fu movie called Deadly Buddhist Raiders, in which there is no peace at all. Mm -hmm. Constant violence. A real Buddhist knows how to kick ass.
0: Yeah, you want to punch, you want to fucking kill your wife and sons. Yeah, a fake one becomes a beat poet. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic So anyway In 918 Four of his generals uh, Are like We need to stop this dude Because he's fucking killing everyone mm-hmm. uh, So they stage a coup And Gung Yi You know they, they raid his palace Okay And Gung Yi escapes the palace palace As these fucking soldiers are marching in is, is, does, he, does he dive out of a window And lose his other eye? <laughs> no, no 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 He he, he puts on uh, cables And he runs across the trees
1: What's cables? Oh, like, like, you know, like stage cables. Uh, oh, cables. Uh, wire, wire team, <laughs> wire <laughs> f- Oh, so you're talking about... Crouching Tiger. tiger. Yes. Somehow See that joke that I did yeah. that. You did. It was... <laughs> as, com- more- as complicated as Tom's, but somehow <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yours is... <laughs> Yours is a stretch. Yeah, mine is Mine stress. is for the New Yorker magazine.
0: I love New Yorker jokes. They're so hilarious. They're
1: the <laughs> funniest ones. They only hire the best. Put the entire joke on the front page all the time. Oh, God. Fire all those writers. Okay, so
0: he runs out of his palace screaming. to ah! okay. help me. Okay, cool. Does, does he save you? Is he a savior? So a, fr- a few days later, he runs into a peasant who uh, mistakes him for a thief and kills him. Societ, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: What thief shit was he doing? Just, I don't know. He don't was know. probably stealing some. He's fucking... like, hey, give me that gold eye patch, you dipshit. <laughs> I can't. I need it. I mean it. I don't have an eye. Oh. You know, my hecchets get in here. I got no respect. <laughs> Next up, we got what? Borel. Oh. He's a bishop.
0: Okay. Oh shit.
1: He's the bishop of Vic.
0: When did he die.
1: He died in the year 1018. Oh, oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Bishop of Vic, which is a part of Spain. Spain. On the southern border of France. You know oh, what I'm saying? Shit. Real down there. Got it. Now, at the time he was alive, bishops used to fight. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't bishops like they are today, where they just kinda sit in a room Pointy and, hats and people kiss their rings and then they ordain stuff. Well,
0: this is the the north of Spain, south of France. So I'm imagining a bunch of bishops getting drunk on wine no, and no, then it, fighting with churros. No, it's the north it's the
1: south of of, of both of them. South of, but no, they can't be the south of both of them. No, well it's the it's the most southern part of Spain. On the border of France, like the, the the closest, not the Iberian Peninsula. What I'm saying is I'm drunk. No, the it.
0: southern Sparta part of Spain is, is... What you're saying is right. They're I mean- eating churros and fucking drinking wine, getting
1: blackout. Bro. Yeah, I'm explaining it wrong. So there's a border, right? Yeah. So the bottom of the border, the most southern part, is where... Vic is. Fuck yeah, he's buying legal fireworks. Yeah, I'm going to talk loud and quick during this one because this is short and who gives a fuck about bishops. It's very anticipatory. I like it. Right. So like I said, bishops were not bitches and they would go out to battle. Fuck yeah. And he was in a monastery like a priest just praying to God and shit and all of a sudden his bishop dies and he gets to be bishop. (laughs) Ha! Promoted. Right. So we don't know exactly when he was born, but he became bishop in 1010. Wins. Do you guys know what tithes are? Yeah. Yeah, like
0: fucking water doing things? (laughs) Tithes. Oh, (laughs) tithes. Tithes. Yes, I do know those. What's a tithe, Travis, for a, the people. A huh? tithe is, is money that goes to the church. Church tax. Right. Give me that church money.
1: Right. And back then when Christianity was even somehow more of an asshole than it is today, wow, they used to demand it, like a tax. If you were in a certain region, you would owe to the church. Because if you didn't show up to church, you were a devil. And <laughs> if you were a devil, you were murdered through your dickhole. <laughs> so what, if you, what if you didn't pay your tithes? They just like threaten to excommunicate your ass or some shit? They excommunicate you. They probably send like a crusader or two over to slice the top of your dick off. I yeah, need that. I need that you, for things. Yeah.
0: Come on. Sound you with a crucifix.
1: So, what? Yeah, that's the thing. It's very true. But the reason I'm so loud is because this segment's really short. And I hate this segment. So, the funny business. Got it. I got to explain who a man named Beringer is. <laughs> Beringer was also canon of the Cathedral Vic mm. Where our dude Borel worked at In 1014 he was elected bishop of a close by cathedral named Elm Elm! This resulted in a dispute between Vic and Elm
0: I think I've gotten into a dispute with a man named Vic at West Elm And it was very serious <laughs> Ooh. I was like, "Excuse me, sir. How much are you charging for that
1: fucking love seat? Come on, come on. Let's go. <laughs> give it. Give it up. Shove it." So, Burrell tries to collect tithes from Gerb, which is seized. By Gerger's family property.
0: <laughs> you're doing Gerber shit. babies and what's going on here? Okay, Tom? I'm, I'm doing this again. No, keep, no, going. keep going. I can't. Keep going. Oh. No, you're right. Gerber and Gerby. Okay. Angrier. So basically,
1: what happens is that these two guys are buddies in the same goddamn cathedral, and then one of them, Burger, he gets to be the archbishop of this other church, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take the the tithes that were from this church and bring them over here." Yeah. So. What's the best way for our dude Borel to go about fixing this? Beat his ass. Even better, more modern, more Jewish, perhaps. Borel <laughs> created and forged documents assigned to them from the Episcopate of Froya. So this is a whole bunch of idiots who talk to the church, who talk <laughs> to the Vatican. They're like a they're like a cabinet.
0: Okay, so he's doing some bureaucratic shit right
1: now. Right, exactly. So so basically, even though. Buringer is legally able to take th- these tithes over to the other church. Right. Because that's the way kind of shit worked back then. I don't fucking know. The loose with the books. This guy decided to make his own document saying otherwise that someone else signed off thousands of years ago or something like that. I don't fucking know. What I is, hate this segment because bishops de- suck. So anyway, he forges documents saying that I'm going to take your ability to steal from these people and keep it over here. <laughs> and then... That sucks. (laughs) I'm so mad. I hate bishops. And I like, ah, I never know what's going on with these guys. No. So anyway, what ends up happening is that Burrell manages to convince all these assholes who are in charge of the church to let him continue taking tithes, which is basically worse than taxes. Oh, yeah. Which is thievery to begin with. It's God tax. Yeah. They take this God tax from these poor farmers and they go. I'm gonna keep him over here even though he had no right but he forges the documents and everyone's like these seem legit because we don't check anything and when Borel dies in the year 1018 oh. while returning from a military expedition mm-hmm. his successor Olaba convinced the documents from Gerb We're totally forged. Tom, you blew your silly name budget for this one. (laughs) I don't believe anything now.
0: Wait, so he fucking just signed his fucking name anywhere willy-nilly? Little Gerb is like, hey, I'm the Gerber baby. That's what I'm I'm saying. But I'm also Burrell.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. So this guy, Oliba returns the rights to steal people's wages to its proper owner. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The end. Fuck this guy. (laughs) Burrell's a piece of shit, and everyone involved in this story sucks. And the year 1018 is bullshit. Yeah. Well, Well, he died
0: then. Mm, mm, mm. The secret word today is Santa Claus's cock and balls.
1: Uh. (laughs) How many times is that going to be said tonight? Uh, I might say it again. You got to listen to the Santa cock album. (laughs) Santa
0: (laughs) cock album. Yeah. Rocking around my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Clean up. (laughs) All right, so what's up? All right, so our next death date is 11-18. 18 a good time to
1: wake up in the morning if you're drunk.
0: We are doing Jaquinta. Whoa. Of Bari. So Jaquinta was born in Bari, which is in southern Italy. Another. But she was born to a Norman governor. Norman, uh, eh? Yeah, so that's France again. Norman. The, yeah, Norman,
1: France, Italy. Got it. One or the other. Norman. Things being said in such a timbre where you think we're making sense. So, she was born
0: at some point in the 11th century. We don't know. It's the late 11th century. hmm Yeah, whatever. So, she's a French broad, living in Italy. Make things weirder, she marries off to King Michael I of the Byzantine Empire's son, Constantine Bowden, uh, in
1: 1078. That was a goddamn mouthful. Bowden? Bowden. 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 So yeah. do we wait, do we just have another Royal First there? A pretentious what was it? What was the dad's name? Michael the First. Yeah. Again. Michael, Michael the First. <laughs> I'm Cody the father. Hello, I'm Michael the First. I have a craft store. You can come by and buy po- popsicle sticks and picture frames and pits of clay to you know, make your art projects. Etsy out. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Michael so, the First, the, the patron saint of Etsy. That's our
0: intern, isn't it? <laughs>
1: He yeah. is. He is one of our. Interests.
0: Wait, where is Michael? Is he just uh, being the Grinch of Christmas past? Oh, he's got a final. Oh, he's
1: like I had to study for my final. Was he trying to school? I don't know. Oh. I mean, he's secret smarter than us. Uh. I, 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 I. That's. We don't know. That's not true. I'm pretty sure that's is. Is true. He, he <laughs> I think he's quiet when he's on the other episodes because he hates us. I always, <laughs> I always have this suspicion that he's like blinking insults at me. You know, have you, do you guys get that with him? You can hear it if you look if you listen to all of our
0: episodes very closely. You can hear the 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 blinking, the shattering of shame. his
1: eyelids. Yeah.
0: Okay, so her husband Constantine becomes king, and Queen Jaquinta... Becomes a major influence on him She's kind of like running things behind the scene You know what I mean? The queen running things Sh- behind the scene Shamin. Shamin. So now, the late King Michael I had a nephew named Branislav That's a dinosaur, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Yeah, Branislav the dinosaur Hello, uh, I'm Branislav, no one cares for me Now, Jaquinta saw this dude as a threat because she had blast out some kids with my, with uh,
1: Constantine. Right. Constantine was probably handsome as fuck. He, to, he was probably handsome as shit. Keanu Reeves. To, to pull a, a lady named Jaquinta, you need a lot of gusto to work yeah, with. Exactly. You need a 17-inch tongue. She was probably so hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's fucking smoking. Her name a, was Jaquinta,
1: for fuck's sake. Probably a giant bush, because everyone did back then. But mm-hmm. still so hot. Oh yeah, but she—you
0: know—that she would put like uh, oils in it, like give it kind of like a Jerry curl. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so she had blessed out three kids with her
1: husband. I love casual.
0: And uh, (sighs) fucking Branislav was like this threat, right? So, she was like, if Constantine bites the dust, Branislav could swoop in and claim the throne.
1: Yeah, can't have that.
0: So she begged her husband to imprison Branislav, and. She had her opportunity in Skadar. You're uh, making shit up. Skadar. No, so, Branislav yeah, right. visited the city called Skadar, and uh, he was there with his family, and mm-hmm. the imperial troops bum-rushed him. Oh, the bum-rush. Right in the bum. Right in the bum. The imperial not, bum-rush.
1: Not, not the people from Skadar. Well, no, that was just a city in the empire, Skadar. And a little bit of history on Skadar. This is where the bathroom shower mat was invented.
2: (laughs)
0: Yes. Oh, Other than
1: that, that, that's all they had. They traded, they had to trade their mats. Their mats. For anything.
0: I mean, well, we had mats, no, we had mats in England and all those other places, but Skadar, they were non-slip.
1: Yes. Non-slip mats. That's where that was invented. (laughs) Right in Skadar. Okay, Travis, real quick. Imperial bum rush. What's happening to the girl? So, imperial bum rushed. (laughs) Imperial bum
0: rushed. uh, Say it three more times. Imperial bum rushed in my bum rush. Imperial bum rush. That was two more.
1: That was tight. So,
0: got bum rushed. Uh, They threw uh, Branislav in prison, and he died mysteriously shortly after. Don't you 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 hate when that happens?
1: Well, you gotta fade him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So his family escaped to the city state of Ragusa, famous for ragu sauce. sauce. Yeah,
1: you're fucking. Which is with great us. because you put that on top of the Skadar mats. <laughs> <laughs> not slipping. No, not slipping.
0: Not <laughs> even <laughs> one slip. That's the best things you get this Skadar match. You spill ragu all over the floor.
1: Right. Mamma mia, no, go mama take mia. a shower in my Ragusa's. <laughs> actually, take a Skadar, i You so, actually uh, can't peel off the of mana- marinara Skadar. So, yeah, that was one thing. It did stain them. That's why Skadar fell eventually.
0: <laughs> so his family escapes to Ragusa, and they claim asylum. And the city was like, all right, we'll keep you safe. We're not going to extradite you to
1: fucking the Byzantine Empire. Why do cities say yes to that? I'm always confused. Like, you're probably a criminal. Why would we protect you, asylum seeker? I don't
0: know. But anyway, uh, Jaquinta was like, oh, no, you didn't. And she starts to besiege the city. Oh. It's fucking siege and shit. Eventually, she captures the city and takes uh, Branislav's brother and son and convinces her husband to behead them and throw their heads on the city wall. For funsies. All right. Fun, She's calling a bit. She's calling in too many favors. I don't like this bitch. Right. Get off of our ragu. So Jaquinta's husband, uh, Constantine, dies in 1101. Mm. And uh, she's not exactly the most uh, favorite royal family member. Because of the killings. The heads and the the prison death. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So her her plan backfires and it leads to a war of secession for the throne. Uh, never um, good. Never good. She immediately imprisons imprisons Constantine's brother, uh, Dobroslav. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. Dobroslav, and uh, but ultimately her sons lose, and her nephew Vladimir becomes king of the Byzantine Empire in 1103. Wow. Uh, Jaquinta is fucking fuming. She's like, you know, nah. Yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. in my backyard. <laughs> Suck my dick. Uh, I'm by my Quinta. Suck it. My socks are made of
1: my own bush hair. Wow.
0: So she's like I got to get this dickhead Vladimir out of the throne so my my sons can come in. So she gets her chance in 1118. She strikes. She gives Vladimir a slow-working poison at a dinner party. Wow. Now while the king is on her deathbed she starts to make her case for the sons and Vladimir's like I'm fucking dying lady piss off and expels her from the city great so she's pissed she's pi- she's just been expelled from the city mm-hmm. she's pissed off and she's thinking well if vladimir dies this dude uh, debroslav debroslav it's pokemon remember the pokemon Uh, her imprisoned brother-in-law will be released from prison and will become king. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have a Pokemon as king. Absolutely not. So she sends some henchmen to his prison. It's always with the henchmen. Yeah. Where they castrate him and blind him.
1: Why don't they just kill him? Lot that's, of, all, that's all men do They want to just see shit and get hard
0: Yeah well you thought uh, you were done with poking eyes out Yeah but, uh, a lot
1: of, a lot, of a lot of, balls Three, three
0: times a charm
1: Three a times a charm that's what Travis is all about We're of, talking yeah. about 18's of centuries And <laughs> yeah, he's talking about loosening them eyeballs You don't need fucking
0: eyes Nope this is a podcast So, so this dude uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Dubroslav is sent to a monastery Vladimir dies A lot of monasteries too George fucking comes in, ascends the throne. George is her son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All the royals flee the capital, but then uh, return a few months later with their armies and then depose George imprison Jaquenta, and she meets her swift end in 1118. Ooh, uh, uh,
1: how was Bing? the actual
0: death? How'd it go? We don't know. She just went to prison. Oh, she went to prison and, and got died. died. When it got z- stomped out, she got... Vanishing tur- death. Yes.
1: Yeah. She got turned into bitch. Mm-hmm. Probably
0: that's, glue. That's Chiquenta Bari. Very
1: nice. You know how that is, right? Absolutely. I love jacking no on <laughs> You're sucking that n- I said nothing about sucking him. I was jacking him. You're <sighs> sucking him that. You took it you took it oh, t- Cross the line! Cody, I am a courteous
0: man. If I'm gonna jack him, might as well suck him. It's pretty good. It's
1: a good t shirt. Can we work on that? <laughs> okay, so for my next one, it's more fun than the bishop I did before. Yeah. So I'm not going to get so You got very heated, heated back then. I got heated because, like, bishops never have good stories. Yeah, keep keep it loose and bouncy. Yeah. yeah. Let's, 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 let's go for a trot. So this is going to break the standard roast Morton format a mm. bit. We're going to talk a bit more about an event Oh in which death happened. But it does start with one person. One idiot? Well. His name was Adam. It's not necessarily her, her fault. Oh. Hmm. Frau Trofea. And this bit is Frau Trofea and the the Mambo number five. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, I got Jessica, Breeder, Screeder. So So none of this is factual. This is all factual. Dude. It sucks. I'm so impressed by this Mambo number five, refs.
1: Yeah. So like I said, this is a tale of an occurrence rather than one person. But it's many deaths.
0: Uh And we
1: like that here. And, you know, we like it for uh, the right reasons, okay?
0: Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna say we like many deaths.
1: No, we don't. But we like to talk about them. They happen it's either different. way. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's it's gonna happen. It's like mm-hmm. the so circle cool, ah, yeah. moves us all. So let me tell you about it. sour note in July, 1518. That's oh, the year we're in now. 1518. Wow, a little yeah. bit of a jump. In Strasbourg. Alsace, now modern-day France. A lot, a lot of French, A lot of yeah. eyeless Frenchmen tonight. Dude, do
0: you know that they invented rings? French rings? Onion, onion rings. Onion French rings.
1: French onion rings.
0: French onion, onion fry rings.
1: Yes, French onion fry rings. I want Burger King now. <laughs> Our tangents know, right? are like incredible King.
0: tonight. <laughs> do you know that Burger King was actually invented in France?
1: It's true. 1492. Uh, Royal cheese. It's very true. So let's get back to Alsace, yeah. France. A woman named Frau Trofia left her house, walked onto the city streets, and she started jiving. Oh. Uh-huh. Like shucking and jiving? She was dancing. Oh, oh. Like electric boogaloo. Yes, exactly. hmm mm-hmm. But one thing to be noted about her dance was that she kept her solo dance up for nearly a week. Oh, fuck. What? Before uh, you know it, there were three dozen other citizens who jumped into the metaphorical bar mitzvah dance floor with her. Oh, it's a hootenanny. Oh, okay. Okay. fuck. Yeah. I got you. Wait, so, our, wait, why was she dancing, though? Well, I'll tell you why. This has <laughs> happened once before in history, in 1374. And it's referred to as the Dancing Plague. Oh, or this fuckery. St. John's dance or St. Vitus's dance.
0: Oh, a little St. Vitus.
1: Right. Wait, so, so
0: what what type of dance are they
1: doing though? Well,
0: Describe it to me. They they're doing a um, the
1: twist. Okay, so let me tell more of the story and then you can paint a picture. Okay. You feel all right. it's necessary. Yeah, all right. Most of the dancers happen to be women, which does point to the possibility of abusive repetition of the song Say Live" by the one-hit wonder group called Bewitched. <laughs> as no man in his right mind would be caught dancing to this. <laughs> hmm. Right? Is that the worst fucking song, yeah, that's you dude? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. I, By August, music. I don't know that fucking song. That's like the equivalent of a thousand years of catcalling. How oh yeah! You, how dare you show your dad <laughs> this song, little hmm, girls? Hmm. By August, the dancing epidemic claimed as many as four hundred victims. Oh, what? it's one yeah. of these things. Okay. Wait, so wait, they're
0: doing the electric slide like champs. Yeah, and they're dying. Cuz these I'm I'm just saying the electric slide because the only time that I've seen someone actually pass out was a very elderly woman doing the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have been doing it. We we had just had a pie eating competition. Woman, fucking this is a block
1: party. Like come on. Pie eating competition. Electric have some slide. Civility. They go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. So it's still today not necessarily known as to why these people danced to their deaths. Shit, they all died. Think about that. Shit, they they did, dude. So this is a great way to die. So one thing we 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 know it definitely wasn't. We know for sure it wasn't that the vanga bus had stalled out in Strasbourg for no, a few weeks. No buses weren't vented for another like four hundred years. C-
0: couldn't have been that. So Absolutely couldn't the out that. the window.
1: Modern theories include food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive chemical... Ergot? Yes. Ergot! dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. dog. that's yeah. That's the main ingredient of acid, baby. That's mm-hmm. right. Bread it gro- mold. It grows on grain, and that's how you make
0: acid, which is pretty dope, but, uh, you know... It's okay. called St. Anthony's fire, right? When someone eats... Because ergot grows on bread, yeah, it yeah, does, yeah, yeah. on whole grain, grain rye, yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Shit. So a lot of people back in the day, they they'd have this like ergot br- growing on bread, and what they they think a lot of uh, like these dragon mythology in, in in Europe was a whole fucking like group of people eating ergot bread, tripping balls, and all seeing the same shit.
1: Yeah, that's what D and D is. Which yeah. which makes sense. You would think, alright, that's a that's a good lead. But also one other famous event where Ergot got into the joint was the Salem Witch trials. In ah, which that ah, was very prevalent. Right. And Anthony Hopkinsville. There was no dancing there. No it, was, no it was kind of just dudes being like, My bitch is talking to the devil on Instagram. <laughs> you know, like Dude, that's
0: like every other bitch. Though. I hate when that happens.
1: Yeah. So This also could be an example of psychogenic movement disorder Hmm. happening in mass hysteria or mass psychogenic illness, which involves many individuals.
0: Is that just called the Jimmy Jams?
1: It's, (laughs) It's some psychotic shit that happens based on stress where people just kind of... What? So I'm just going to the Jimmy Jazz. It's it's yeah. the unraveling. It's just like, we don't need to care anymore. Let's dance. It's, right. It's people breaking loose. They're like so half, stressed out. Their lifestyle half, is so shitty. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. a half suicide almost.
0: So it's like it's yeah. almost like uh, if someone was like, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this. My body looks too bootylicious. So does yours.
1: Ooh. Is that from something? I couldn't tell, Tom. It's from music, Cody. Okay. You wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> Like the Happy Birthday song or Jingle Bells? It's close. But anyway, I want to bring that one for 1518 because I saw it and it's cool. That and is sick. And we do talk about dying a lot. That's 400 people dying uh, for the sake of getting their dance on. And that, they're all pretty dumb. Yeah. I mean, you got to be like, give me some water at least. Yeah. Nonstop. So that's my 1518. Fuck yeah. Be nice. A little different. Sexual. Mm-hmm. appreciative.
0: I wish that those people would s- just stop dancing at some point, but they didn't. That must have been some
1: hell of an ergot. You danced to death. Because I'm I don't I'm not not going to say I'm speaking from experience, but I've never danced m- my ass to death. No, um, this was, was uh, under under, let's say, the refined substance of ergot, whatever that is. I don't know. That, but I
2: don't
1: know. It, that must have been like some wacky batch of rye that came out of the bakery.
0: Dude, I'm just saying that I got Jessica Rita... Chiquita, right.
1: Bonita Ch- Chiquita, the Bonina, Fade in Christmas song hey, <laughs> There it is, hi Cody. God, I'm hammered. How about you boys? Was, I'm in there. You, you How bob, do you, I bobbing do? bobbing for apples? I'm bobbing for wapples, which are worn out apples. It's <laughs> so just secondhand so just, apples. So just cores then, really. Yep, I'm bobbing for them. Cody, I noticed you haven't gone yet. Yeah, Dude, I'm going to close this bitch out. I got the next three fucking uh, subjects. That are you we're sure,
0: gonna... Cody? I just think you were just being a bitch.
1: No. <laughs> well, strap in. Daddy's gonna bring it home. Oh, bring me home. Black Caesar is the first thing Daddy's talking about. Black Black Caesar? Yes, Black Caesar. Damn. Oh. Let's see. Born sometime in the seventeenth century when this boy died. He died in seventeen eighteen, so he would be next on our list as Black Caesar. We don't know his actual name. We don't know his actual birthday. He's a man of mystery. Why is he a man of mystery, Travis?
0: Uh, cause
1: he is, like, when
0: you leave a Caesar salad out for too long, you're like, when was this made? I don't know. It's black now. It was a mound
1: of mystery cause he was a pirate. He didn't appreciate no snooping teenagers. Hold on, can oh. I just, And their Great Dane. Can I just say this?
0: Can I just say this? No. Blackened chicken, it's just burnt chicken. No, it's not. It, uh, it's, it is. You've
1: never had mm. properly made blackened chicken. No, I appreciate burnt it. chicken. Okay, Travis. You know Dave's l- l- little commercial. You know, you know Dave's blue chicken and or blue cheese and Cajun yeah. chicken. Sometimes he burns the shit out of that, and it's great. Like, yeah, blackened. he burns it. He, he makes blackens. it blackens. No, blackened is different. It's heavy seasoning, right. a lot so, of cumin. Yeah,
0: that's what he does. So tell me about this blackened chicken Caesar salad. African
1: tribal war chief. He was a big, clever, strong boy, because it was said in his biography, he was known for his huge size, immense strength and keen intelligence. I like that. Ah, Good combo. Right. Yeah, cool this guy. Was, if cool. this was on Tinder, I'd be swiping, right? How about you? Uh,
0: I'd be like, hey, what did you pirate? Would you steal a movie? Would you steal fucking ladies'
1: purse? Would you download a car? Would you download my house? Would you download Metallica's albums and throw your computer out? Yes. <laughs> he was not captured, but tricked into slavery, which is a great statement to follow up how smart he was <laughs> black caesar and his men were invited aboard a western ship for dinner music and dancing sure now to be fair those things happened that sounded all of good. those things did happen so the, the the captain kept his word there was dinner music and dancing it's just unbeknownst to Black Caesar, this probably wasn't his name at the time, but Black Caesar and his men, the anchor was a hoist, and the boat did leave ashore without notice.
0: Ah, uh, alright, he got duped. Uh, that, that tricky, uh, transatlantic slave trade. Bastards. <laughs> Fucking garbage.
1: They get their comeuppance as a hurricane develops as they're nearing the end of their transatlantic voyage off of Florida. Good. I'm just gonna say that's all I need to say good good a well-meaning crewman freed Black Caesar and with the help of Black Caesar they managed to commandeer a rowboat munitions and enough provisions to survive a little while out on the open sea that's cool yeah so like super like lucky roll on uh, the dice there like someone springs you at the last second and is like all you need to do is help me steal enough boat and stuff to live while this, you know, hurricane happens Also, very ballsy Launching lifeboat during hurricane I like yes, it Yes, it is That's, uh, like, uh, what was that movie? Perfect Storm with digital boats?
0: That was so yeah, sad Yeah, like, no. like, Marky Mark was like Hey, I'm on a boat And then George Cloon's like Hey, I'm also on a boat And they're like Hey, uh, we should leave Maine And then they all die The end For lobster
1: <laughs> It was all for lobster I forgot for about. Lobster. Yeah. Did it all
0: for the lobster what? Yeah we got that King Crab for mad sick, mad dope. Excellent. So he's out there looking for King Crab. He's finding fucking bros to be on his ammoed boat. The two
1: jumped ship into the storm. Brave, foolhardy men. And in doing so, they became the only survivors of that slave ship. Fuck yeah, Black Seas. So they gambled, paid off. Adrift in a lifeboat, they would flag down passing vessels. And once in range would threaten to pepper the ship with holes and sink it if the ship didn't comply with demands. Like, give me all your cheese. I'm going to blunderbuss your hull. Wait, they're doing this from a fucking life raft? Yeah, so I'm assuming these passing by captains are very gullible, because you can't do a lot of damage from, like, a lifeboat. Yeah, just a few guys down there. Let's let them on board. Oh, they have a knife. Oh, God, we weren't (laughs) thinking about nothing. They're going (laughs) to poke a hole in a styrofoam boat. This is why you don't pick up hitchhikers, folks. Yeah. Very true. It was cool in the 70s, not so cool now. They did this for years. For years? years. In a lifeboat? Oh yeah, they they'd go ashore time to time, namely Elliot Key to, you know, restock in provisions and hoard their booty.
0: Wait, uh, but so. they didn't like when they commandeered a ship, they weren't like this is a better ship than our Oh rowboat. no, they didn't take it.
1: They're like give us your shit. And then oh. they would disappear. Wow, you know what I mean? They wouldn't. They wouldn't take the boat. Not so. So bad. Bad pirateville. There, not taking the boat, but they would take boat booty. All mm, you know right, what. I gotcha. So they important. wanted that booty. Yeah, and but but note they're stopping off at Elliott Key a lot and not coming back with the treasure they left with. So it's like, ooh, it's being hoarded somewhere on where, Elliott Key. I don't know where Elliott Key is. But Florida. Oh. oh, Florida Key. It's one of the Florida Keys. Oh, okay. Elliott's Florida and Key. Have you ever had Elliot Key Lime Pie? Nope. It's basically Key Lime Pie with sand in it. (laughs) (laughs) Glorious. Now, let me ask you, what breaks up a pair of criminal Floridians in a peapod? What breaks up two pirate brethren comrades supposedly thicker than thieves? And also, be mindful, these guys are getting paid... You know what I mean? Their operation is a work and functioning. So, let me guess. A woman. Yeah! Oh! oh! Perfect! Uh, nature's and bitches. This is Wham- so terribly cliche. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Essentially, Lady comes out, and Black Caesar and his liberator, the crewman, are both like, Oh, I saw her it first. That's mine! And, you know... How those arguments devolve, Travis. Gunfights, Paces and pistols. Dude, so Lady Goo Man showed
0: up, <laughs> and both of them were like, hey, I want to goo on her. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then, so they walked well, away on and, the and beach. They,
1: they they both agreed they both can't simultaneously goo on her, because that's out of the question. I know. Well, it's very archaic,
0: because nowadays you just both goo on her. But, so they stepped away.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Black Seas wins? Yes. Whoa! Black Caesar gets the girl. Yeah. But in the process kills his longtime survival companion, liberator, friend, partner in crime. So that's a that's a big trade-off. I w I would never kill one of you boys for a girl. Just just throw it out there. No one's getting killed. Yeah. Nobody. So, not even the girl. Look, if No, everyone's fine. If you
0: want if any of you guys wanted to goo on someone, I'd be down to goo with you.
1: We'll just goo together. That's how you. That's how people survive as friends. Yeah. Gooing together. Goo together. All right. Well, Goos I mean, like you can a also leather... be gentlemen and kind of talk things out. That's fine too. Yeah, we can you don't take have to turns. Goo at the same time. Well, you well, get da- all right. See, anyway, I get all the days of the week that end in Y. You get everything else. I'm a communist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after he gets his lady, he's feeling pretty ripe. He's like, "Yeah, I got this." Got this big dick energy. Let's do something with it, right? Just begins recruiting men. He's like, I want the men. Give me the men. The men are gonna be my pirates. it's like, yeah, I want women too. The women are gonna be my concubines, because I can't be a pirate if I don't got no concubines. Starts building, you know, his pirate fleet and his harem. His harem goes super deep, like triple digits of women, somewhere in Florida. You know what I mean? It's like oh, fuck. You built that in the swamp, and you have a hundred women that aren't complaining about the humidity. All right. No, Alright. And legend has it, between the pirates and the women, there was some hanky-panky going around. It's like, come on, it's us kind of keep minds of pirates. normal. Why not? And this is very superstitious legendary, but legend has it, a few of those bastard children escaped into the woods, survived on clams and berries, became a legitimate lord of the flies situation.
0: All right. Well, all I'm saying is like those, boys. those two things, clams and berries, those are that's Travis's favorite food. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't Sing know myself. if that's a sexual innuendo. No, no,
0: it's not. I'm speaking in the third person because I want to convey emotion. Those are Travis's favorite. Usually, foods. people when when they want to
1: convey emotion, they usually talk in the first person.
0: No, but I do things differently because when you suck a clam down, when you eat some raspberries and and clams and raspberries, what's the chaser
1: there? What's what leads? Uh, langosta. That wasn't one of the options. Lobsters. Well, so, well, that's a chaser, dude. That's a third thing. No, no. Do you eat the raspberries or the clam
0: first is my no, question? No, I, I eat them at the same time. I roll them around my tongue. Oh,
1: that is incredibly erotic, actually. Right? Wow. Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm, I want to go to bed. Can we take a break? <laughs> hey, you remember Blackbeard? That was a good episode, right? Yeah. yeah, Go listen to Blackbeard. This guy is actually one of his crewmen. Goes on to become a Blackbeard crewman, actually. Aboard the Queen Anne fucking shit up in the Gulf. Hell yeah. (laughs) Now, believe it or not, this guy had a very particular special job for Blackbeard. He was Blackbeard's literal, living, walking, breathing dead man switch. What's the dead man switch? Regularly, a dead man switch is essentially a grenade pin you hold, and if you die, you can no longer hold it. You drop it. Something somewhere goes boom. But because so you
0: pull the pin out of a grenade, and it's some
1: kind of trigger, and then when your grip is no longer on the trigger, some it sends a remote control somewhere. So how is Black Caesar a dead man switch? Because Blackbeard told Black Caesar, "Should I ever die in combat?" I want you to blow the ship I die up on to fucking smithereens. Oh, like, uh. make a break to the powder room and just go. Poof. Like, you, you, you can. He, he, he said, you can do the cartoon thing of leaving a gunpowder trail as a delay so you can get off. So he doesn't need to die. He N- just needs to blow ship up. It's not a jihadi thing. It's just like, right. I want, essentially, Blackbeard is like, it's your job to blow up whatever ship I die on because if it's my ship, I don't want it falling to the enemies. If it's a fucking enemy ship, and it's they incriminating. Oh yeah, you probably blow up some uh, sexy evidence uh, while you're at it. So, Caesar, of course, not Caesar, Blackbeard, of course, dies aboard Maynard's ship of the Royal Fleet, and before, we know from the episode, that ship does not go kaboom. No. Because somebody aboard the ship tackles your boy black caesar just as he's lighting the cartoon fucking trail of gunpowder that leads to the big barrel and the bigger barrel and the biggest barrel
0: so black sea's fucked up couldn't get it done he just burnt his chicken
1: because it's real he just burnt chicken black Caesar <laughs> couldn't light the cartoon trail got tackled got arrested <laughs> and eventually if you're a pirate and you're in custody what do you get travis you got hangman's noose. You got that sexy Gallo treatment, 1718. Rest in peace, Black Caesar. Sexy thing his treasure, never found. Oh, <laughs> what about his harem? Uh, probably retired. Uh-uh. Uh, treasure, never found, consists of 26 ingots of silver, which I f- fucking like because it's not a ridiculous amount. Because like every fucking pirate treasure is like, yo, I got like the Spanish fleets, de blo- all of them, every all de- of them, them they got, <laughs> all of them in like Florida somewhere. You find it's, l- but no, it's like literally like I got twenty six silver bars. You can find it, dude. Do you it's know worth that like fourteen thousand dollars. That's it.
0: <laughs> I had a ho- I had a heist and I stole every Kennedy half
1: dollar. Do you have all of the Kennedy half dollars? Yeah, that is fantastic. I
0: hid them somewhere. Where'd want... you hide him? No, well, that's a secret, dude. Shh, tell me. It's under a big red X. <laughs> it's not a secret. It's under a big red
1: X. Okay. If you go on Google Maps, just look for big red X. And the big <laughs> yellow stick man. I'm out there looking. All yeah, right, man. so that's Black Caesar. That's Black Seas Yay. Hand. Yeah. You have it black season 1718 fast forward exactly 100 not exactly but a boot 100 years that's a century for those of you playing at home 1818 we have someone you should know and when i say you should know i'm talking to american viewers america and i've conscripted thomas to rustle your nostalgia centers maybe i'm gonna kick off cody's segment Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. (gasps) On the 18th of April in 75, hardly a man is now alive. Who remembers that famous day and year? Oh, my God.
0: Thank you, America. It's like a
1: Charles Dickens Christmas poem for no fucking reason. You know That's what I mean? Right. He's
0: over romanticized. Wait, so we're talking about Paul the Thing. Paul
1: Revere. Revere. That poem was read by Thomas, written by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Hilarious name. Born at New Year's Day, 1735, Boston, Massachusetts. Bullshit. Yeah, it's got to be sucked to be born on New Year's Day. I know two people who have. I know one, yeah. We yeah. Probably, it's probably similar. I'm just saying bullshit. He
0: wasn't born on New Year's Why day. not? Was he Jesus? It's <laughs> just as likely to I mean, be why born would on... He, why
1: would he be Jesus, it, dude? He's just as likely to be born on your birthday, Travis.
0: Dude, he was not born on my birthday, but he wasn't born on Jesus' day, New Year's Eve. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, that's so incorrect, I don't know where to begin. No, well, why would Jesus' birthday not be the start of the new year? He's an American silversmith. Whoa, we? Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Revolutionary. Put, no, inte- no, 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 no. Let's put it out there. What are we?
1: Chinese New Year? No. Jesus was born the first. Cody, what do you got for us? <laughs> American silversmith. Revolutionary intelligence agent. A son of liberty, if you will. What's his famous phrase, Travis? Uh, I don't know. It's fucking British are co- yes! fucking coming in my ass. N- not, no, not quite that. <laughs> The British are coming. So he's a traitor. Eh. All right. Slightly, a royalist. Save your politics out right. right. And
0: <laughs> it's not politics. This is justice. This Travis. is democracy. Well, I...
1: I... I, oh, I got in such a headache. Fuck. <laughs> I uncovered this bit of logical fallacy while researching him. Why is it retarded that he's screaming the British are coming?
0: Because he is a British subject. He's British. Uh, Everyone's
1: British. There's no America yet. So it'd be like if we went camping into like New Jersey uh, and the New Jersey is like all oh, the Americans are coming <laughs> it'd be like of course <laughs> yes because he's a fucking traitor it rolls off the tongue a lot easier than, are coming. those who do don't yeah. agree with us oh, are, we are coming see can't yeah, can say it those who
0: minorly tax us for a war that they fought on our land are coming we, and we—they defended us from the from the French and the defended us from the Indians. They're coming. Tea, ha
1: They have lovely tea and scones.
0: Oh, I had to pay a little bit more luxury tax for my tea. Oh, ooh.
1: Also stamps, Travis. Oh, stamps. Who uses those? I will text you or email you, <laughs> on my BlackBerry. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the British are coming. Boring. It is stupid. It is stupid that he said that. He's a dumb idiot. They're all so, British. Everyone. This is the
0: dumbest guy so far. <laughs> you want you want you want to do him Here you can, you can. no Cody you can do him I'm just saying he's the dumbest you dude you want to so keep, far? I'll keep
1: going if you want me to keep Travis going Travis hasn't opened his eyes since you started this segment. <laughs> he's just kind of closing his eyes shaking his head furiously <laughs> And the second reason you don't scream the British are coming is because there's British patrols. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just come up and stab you. Yeah. if you went through the streets screaming, sh- "The British are coming!" They shoot your giant horse. It falls down. He didn't own his horse. Whose it, horse was it? Was he just, a British it horse? Was, it was like a horse on lease or something like that. Was uh, it a Mini Cooper, or some shit. Because <laughs> a very popular question that comes up on Google search was like, "What was Paul Revere's horse's name?" And like the most common response is Paul Revere has never owned a horse. <laughs> so it's just like shut up.
0: I thought that was like one of those trick questions. You know, yeah, like, it is. Uh, Essentially, it is. Well, you know, like George Washington. What what's the color of George Washington's white horse? White. What's the name of George? But what's the name of Paul Revere's horse? Paul Revere. Because he's a horse. Because it's a horse version of Paul Revere. Yeah, okay. any it's, po- all, it's a Paul Revere that's more muscular and c- has four legs yeah. and it moves on that's the right. ground. Yeah. Any,
1: any animal you straddle inherits your name as long as you're on top of it. That's yeah. right. So that's how it works. Yep. It was mm-hmm. the only horse that was ever born with, instead of hooves, had human hands. <laughs> on all four appendages. Constantly was screaming. Gripping into the gravel. Ah! As opposed to galloping, it just kind of crawled along. Like some kind of... Uh, like, like y- a, y- like a Geiger fucking creature. Kind of how you would imagine, like, a Yakuza tiger tattoo would move. Like, the way their arms are so stretched out from each other. <laughs> so, totally, absolutely foolish to believe he was screaming the British are coming. But we do know what he was screaming. What? The true catchphrase is, I don't know
0: I don't ride a horse. Help. How do I stop? Shit. Is that really what he was saying? No. His oh. true
1: the, the the real thing he didn't scream but proclaimed calmly as he rode through towns was the regulars are coming out. The regulars. The sorry. British regulars. This it, is it, normal. It, it, it was it was for I was on the sly for the regular army, but it was vague enough to be construed with the regulars of any in establishment of the time. To- you know oh, what I mean? Okay. So if a British patrol heard, the regulars are coming, they'd be like, they're not talking about us, are they? Ah, no. uh, I Keep see what you're it, saying. It was, vague, sp- it was vague enough. We're special. We ain't regular. I ain't. Man's on horse. Horse got hands. Nothing to deal with us, mate. Here's the thing <laughs> that irks me the most about Paul Revere and his fame. He was one of 40 of the guys that did this that night. It was a big old, imagine a telephone tree, but just horseback. Wait, so he's one of 40 he's one guys. Of one of 40. 40. Dead. He's not the reason. The reason Wadsworth Longfellow talks about him is because he was slightly already famous before the ordeal. What did he do? Like suck- he was a silversmith. He was a he was a fancy jewelry boy. Oh, he Travis, that can get you. That can get you fancy things. Oh my I god! Give
0: you, I will give you a silver on a fucking Friday night.
1: So we know Paul Revere to be the most famous, even though there's forty other people. Yeah. Doing little... the same thing and doing the... Yeah, the some the, had longer, shorter routes, but because, you know, where they were informed. But yeah, oh, there are 40 riders on the Midnight Ride. Well, that's like, that's like combining every single boy band from the 90s. <laughs> and then when you look up boy band on Google, it's like, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to O-Town? Oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> like
0: that. <laughs> And I think I was talking earlier. I, I, well, I think one of them, one of them was like a, a was a woman who did way more than he did. I, I remember hearing that.
1: I didn't look into that, but I remember hearing yeah. like there was a way better, more crazy female. I writer. wish
0: I knew her name because she deserves more fucking respect than this dickhead who's like the regulars is coming coming regulars. out. Okay. The regulars are coming out. Which I uh, feel so like you like, could have saved the that record last The was like, song. I'm coming at oh. I got the... So, and then the fucking woman's like, yo, there's fucking people that are going to fucking beat the shit out of you. Get the fuck out of here. God
1: and also, damn it. Also, some of these writers weren't solo. So everything Paul Revere did, he had like two guys doing it with him. And we don't know his their names. Actually, we do. But the layman doesn't know his names. I'll enlighten you right now. Uh, the writers that were accompanying Paul Revere were called William Dawes and Samuel Prescott. And it's super embarrassing for Samuel Prescott because this historical American legendary event happened as he was on his way back from a booty call. Prescott? Oh uh, Prescott. That, prescott. Prescott. Remember yes. that from George W.? Yes. That's the Scott you didn't
0: want. Yep. nah. So, that chick that fucking rode further than this dickhead, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sybil Lovington. Oh, what a name. Yeah. Yeah. Sybil fucking had her fucking strong ass, like almost dick-sized clit, just erect, (laughs) screaming. Screaming clits. Screaming, uh, we're getting invaded by these fucking people. That are actually our protectorates. Right. And she send- so she's a rebel scum. You're so sending actually, a lot I, of... I just, mi- you're, yeah. I'm, Shut I'm, up, Travis. Yeah, no,
1: she's a rebel scum. She didn't even have a horse. She had to leg lock three dudes and spank them to to, <laughs> to go. To go. Well, she's just like, the British the regulars are coming, and I'm also coming. Oh, yeah, baby. Anyway. Take my milk, British. For anyway, anyway, tea. Any fucking way. Samuel Prescott in the middle of a booty call when American history unfolds, because in diaries and journals it is written he was returning from a lady friend's house at the awkward hour of 1 a.m. So that lines up with the midnight ride. So timeline. Daniel Prescott is Samuel. Samuel, excuse me. Samuel Prescott Getting is shagged. the most hardcore pull-outer of all time. Well, yeah. Sorry! Revolution's <laughs> happening, love! Oh, God.
0: Sorry, I must commit treason. I will come over these
1: fucking daisies. Travis, I feel like you need cheering up right now. <laughs> no, I don't need no, cheering no. up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for you, because it's history right <sighs> now. Cheer Paul up Revere coffee. gets captured. Yeah! Paul Revere gets a gun pointed in his face.
0: Fuck yes!
1: Paul Revere is asked to reveal... Revolutionary movements and, and he does as a good Britisher. And he does. He squeals. Paul Revere is an actual snitch. He gets a gun pointed in his face and squeals. Tells the Brits everything. Did, we He's didn't no learn Nathan anything. Hale. Yeah, don't, don't didn't learn about this one. Did we didn't you? learn about no. that. We just we
0: just heard, read about this fucking dickhead with a fucking rock hard penis running around saying the, the British, British are
1: coming. The British are coming. The British are coming on a horse I own. The British are coming. <laughs> I own this horse. That's how we were taught. But. It's, it's reality, it's just like, bobbity
0: bobbity, I don't own this thing. <laughs> oh my god, there's fucking George Washington.
1: You ever heard about this guy? He's a fucking mook. <laughs> I'm friends with a poet, just like Ellen Ginsberg. <laughs> now, why don't we know Paul Revere as a traitor, much like Benedict Cumbered Snatch? The poem. The poem, and also, unfortunately, Travis, I'm sorry, the British could not act on this information. They were too slow. The revolutionary troops relocated as Paul Revere snitched. <sighs> welcome to the current timeline, Travis, where history has happened and America exists for freedom's sake. Uh, welcome to
0: the 21st century. We don't have health care.
1: Well, you know what we got <laughs> That's a joke, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, look, as a true American would say, you don't need health care if you got a wall. Sure. Uh, yep, that's good. <laughs> now get that wall up. Let's go, baby. I want it made out of chorizo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's have a good time on it. Spider Man will be painted all over the wall. Ah, uh, one more thing, unrelated to the Midnight Ride. Paul Revere had a hand in the Penobscot disaster. What's, Penobscot, which what's is that? which is equivalent a, a to is, is the pre, the post Scott. Penobscot is, is pre Maine. Pre Maine, yeah, the state of Maine before it was a state. Ah. Or or, or, a, or the, the coast of it. American forces were so disorganized, it resulted in the destruction of the entire Massachusetts naval fleet. Your boy Revere was supposed to be setting up covering artillery for the fleet. Paul Revere would eventually go on to be absolved. For some reason or other, like, he didn't get the message the right way. But he was ultimately responsible for setting up cannons to cover the ships, and that for whatever reason didn't happen. It was ultimately determined it wasn't his fault. Yeah, because he lied on his resume. I'm sure. They were like, hey, do you own a horse? And he was like, yep. (laughs) And he spent the whole time looking for a horse, even though he didn't need it. I'm also good with silver. You like silver? Goss likes silver.
0: Goss likes silver. I've seen a ship once on my horse that I own. All right, so Paul Revere, he's saving Maine. He has his beats by (laughs) Draham, and he fucks up. He really fucks up.
1: He fucks up, and then he dies May 10th, 1818. Natural causes at the ripe old age of 83 In Boston Meh it's Damn it's... Paying more for his tea Alright All right. I'm gonna say traitor Let's move on Well But he snitched <laughs> He snitched and he fu- Yeah they, he's a traitor He's his, a traitor to everyone His artillery botch could have been treason That he slipped under the radar, Travis Traitor oh, to A miss. saboteur in the American myth A traitor Oh Alright Let's do uh, The ninth person <laughs> 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 Yeah. It's like, are you going to really take this guy? I mean, you got to. Look yeah. how old he is. Jesus. You Watch. Want, Why do you want that? Things are different. I want to end this episode like I want to end this year. Drunk. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. Oh, sorry. I fought it. It smells like a fuck. Why do you do this oh. to us? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, Jesus. All right, let's go. All right, let's we finish. just did 1818. 18. That was Mr. Paul Revere. Now we're folding into some 1918. 1918. Shit, there's
0: a lot going <clears throat> on right now. There's World well, War One. Yep. There's also the Spanish influenza.
1: That's true. A lot of people fucking died. You point that out, Travis. There was a there was a wealth of 1918 deaths. Yeah, because of mm. two Double humongous death. global. You know, call them disasters, misfortunes. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're, yeah, that bad. Also, badness. a lot of uh, prohibition here in America. So that's a lot of gang crime. Yeah, brought to you by yours. Brought to you by yours truly, the American government. Mm. Yeah, you. Should we not don't know gang. how to do shit. Gang crime and Spanish influenza aside, Travis, you were on the nose when you mentioned the Great War, the War, to end our wars. Which Except, Was followed by several followed wars. By several wars. <laughs> Literally, the next war was pretty much named Great War Junior. <laughs> 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 we were that wrong as a species. Can oh well, that
0: was a World War One, but you know, like, let's just do a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's yeah. just do like a, like a trilogy. Yeah, the corpses. Where's the trilogy? The
1: corpses are in the trenches. Like <laughs> encore, please. Yeah, let's keep this baby rolling. <laughs> Why stop at one? We're talking about Manfred Albrecht Freier von Richthofen. Who? Dude, uh, there's a lot of R's and rolling. Richthofen. Manfred Albrecht Freier von Richthofen. You heard right. Who? AKA Der Rotkampflieger. Also known as the one, the only, the Red Baron. He, oh! Oh, shit. He makes pizza. Let's okay. Let's talk about. <laughs> thank you, Travis. We're talking about this real quick. Yeah. Well, I that's a red baron. Travis he makes pizza. How do you feel? Can I sell you? Can I? Can I sell you on a Himmler burrito? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, sure. No, no, no. How about how about <laughs> Rommel? How about Rommel pierogies? Yeah. It's Polish.
0: It's Polish. All right. Well, a little sidebar. Someone the other day, my haircut. They said I look. I look like a Nazi.
1: Yeah, well, you have the Hitler youth
0: undercut. No, it? Well, no, I have. I have. I have the buzz sides, buzz back. That's nice. It's blonde on top. That's, that's and a I Nazi said, haircut. it's not Nazi. So, it's Aryan. No. So someone said you have a Nazi haircut, and I said, "Well, thank you," because let's be honest, the Nazis won the war on fashion. They were styling Hugo Boss, Chanel. Hugo Boss is still around. Chanel is still around. Yes.
1: Also, it, Volkswagens. Those and. Are just- Paperwork says, that's the Hitler Youth haircut. No. Don't say no. That's right. the truth. No. And it doesn't mean that he invented it or that you should be ashamed of wearing it, but it just so happens to be that.
0: Yeah, but it's fashionable. It is And also, check out fucking Brad Pitt and Fury. His dick got sucked by not, didn't get sucked by, uh, what's his name? Angelina Jolie because they had broken up and they had babies okay Sucked by other people tan babies okay
1: no I'm not knocking the haircut itself but historically that haircut is Is what Nazis had to wear
0: fashionable people wore fascist people wore all right well anyway those are not mutually
1: exclusive all right you can look real good but I don't want to know your ideology Or I'm gonna throw you in a can. It's just fashion, there's
0: no ideology behind fashion That's what I
1: mean, I'm just saying the correspondence It's not like if you have a Hitler haircut It doesn't make you a Nazi But you do have a Hitler haircut Just just stay away from the toothbrush, Travis That's all you gotta do I'm not doing the toothbrush You're fine, as long as you avoid the toothbrush But he
0: was Jewish, so he wasn't really Aryan
1: Also, also Nazis did not like facial hair outside of mustaches Which you have lots of You're obviously not a Nazi It interfered with gas masks, which you needed as a Nazi
0: yeah, big time. But we're not talking about Nazis, because World War
1: I, we're there was no yet. such thing as Nazis. This is Manfred Richthofen, born May 2nd, 1892, nowhere near World War II. Thank you for pointing that out, Travis. He was born in Kleinberg, Poland. Mm. And right. he, as we know, is the leader of the Jagswatter I. No, Jagdschwader. Jagswatter, a.k.a. the Flying Circus. Monty not Python's nope, not sex. that, not that one. The one that kills a lot of people. Is he the tall one?
0: Is he John Cleese? Yeah, he's under the guise of John Cleese. He is the man that does
1: funny walks. He's funny walks and uh, faulty towers. And Oh, it's a good one. Yeah,
0: good guy. Love that yeah. guy. Really
1: do. So <laughs> all all great heroes start out doing something they have no business earning their wings in. Sucking tit. What do you what do you think Rick Toffen was doing in the banging army? Horse. in the army in the German army before he was flying in flying death machines? What was he doing? He was probably cleaning guns. Uh tank boy. Cavalry. He was he was a horse. He was a horse. He was a horseman. Was a horseman. horseman. And he, he got like, nay, I won't do this. Yes, he got very bored of horsemanning, Travis. If All there's right. ever a war against PETA, that's when we get horses again. Horses yeah. are cool. They don't well, need gasoline. That's what I'm saying, and the, and the pitas will never shoot at him. Yeah,
0: and also, do you know the horse like costs like a million dollars a year to maintain? Really? Just because of food and... Oats. Uh, fucking oats. bathing. Oats. What kind of oats are these? This is a million dollars of oats. Dude. I could buy
1: $10,000 with the oats. They're honey bunches of... <sighs> oh, I'm hungry again. Fuck! Who did that? Me? A little bit. Get get ready to be hungrier, because as a cavalryman, Manfred Richthofen stated... I have not gone to war in order to collect cheeses and eggs, because <laughs> because because ah. hey because hey if you're a horse guy and you're not in direct combat you're you're delivering mail and picking up packages and for poor Manfred Ruktofen they were mostly eggs and cheeses. Put Dude. me in a plane and I can deliver eggs and cheeses all day.
0: No, I'm just saying that that is the most valuable resource that an army can have an, ar- it- an army marches on its stomach right Travis? no if you're if you're living on I the like front that. line you want helga to deliver you the premium uh, uh, premium cheeses and premium eggs to the front line like oh my dearest helga i have been eating rations
1: i know this podcast is really ridiculous <laughs> but i gotta say it's significantly more drunk than the beginning Whoa. And there were some really shitty jokes at yeah. the top of this. But it's, it's progression. I saw, it's I saw progression picklebacks me. happen yeah. a while ago. I'm just ago.
0: saying, like, if, Hel- if Helga, if there's a Helga out there listening to the podcast, if you want to send me eggs and cheese, uh,
1: hit me up. Send them right to Travis's dick. <laughs> All right, Cody, more of the Red Baron. So, unpleased as a Calvaryman horse boy, he was just like, fucking, fuck Get me a transfer. You're like, what do you want? Give me the Luftstreikhaft. Essentially, the flying machine division. You wanted to be in the Air Force. Right. The German sexy, sexy Air Force. Now, we all know he was an amazing pilot, but we can understand why he was an amazing pilot because he followed very strict combat discipline called the Dicta Black. The Dicta Bolek. The Dicta Bolak. Uh, the dicta the dicta black. Essentially, there was a pilot before him called Bolek, and he had a dictation, a.k.a. the Dicta. Uh. And it was eight parts, and it was essentially how to win when your gun is a flying machine. And really quick, we'll rattle through them. Number one, take every advantage before engaging the enemy. Check. Makes perfect sense. That makes sense. If you're, If you can come at the enemy with your ass in the sun, that's ideal. Because you're sneaking up on them, your enemy's not looking into the sun. Number two. Always commit to the attack once it's started. i running away. Don't bitch out. If you're going to bitch out, do it before you decide to attack. That's the only appropriate time to bitch out. Okay. Only fire when the enemy is in sight and in range. Perfect sense. You're yeah. you're not on the ground, you can't get another can that's of rule ammo. Three? Yep, that's rule three. Okay, so rule three is for... Uh Retards. Yeah,
0: it's
1: (laughs) it's an obvious one. Oh,
0: he's way—he's like a billion billion miles. Be mindful.
1: Most gunners are used to firing machine guns, which come on huge belts, and like you had an infantry guy running you the second can almost instantly. You're in the air; you can't restock as much. So he's he's saying make every shot count. Gotcha. Number four: keep an eye on your opponent. Don't fall for tricks. That's not useful. I can do away with number four. Yeah, that's yeah. that's common sense. Don't fall for tricks, because you, you wouldn't really know. Yeah, but it, at the same time, he's got pizza,
0: decent pizza. He's got yeah. pizza, and also, if David Blaine was like, "Hey, is this your card?" I'd be like, <gasps> "What?"
1: Red Baron go fucking slice his own dick off. Yeah, nah, number right? five. Also obvious. Attack from behind. You don't want a headbutt. No gun muzzles. Yeah, I
0: always try to attack from behind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> This one is interesting just because it's counterintuitive. If your enemy's diving on you, you counter the dive with your own dive because you simply spend less time in his gun sights if you meet him instead of trying to run away from him. Okay. No, wait, that's counterintuitive. Cool. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, number seven, if you're over enemy lines, have an exit strategy. Yeah. Know where not enemy lines are,
0: check the exits. Good. Yeah. When you're trying to watch Aquaman at the movies, check your exits. <laughs> Dating. Yeah. If you're going
1: to to see a Marvel movie, especially, just look for the exits and then take them <laughs> before you watch the movie. Take the, them before the tra- Stan Lee's next cameo when he's decrepit. The yeah.
0: trailers will be the best part, so look for those exits.
1: Just leave. And Disney. <laughs> Number eight. Roll in groups of four to six. You don't need much more than that. And. Make sure not everyone's going after the same guy, because if you're rolling in a group of four to six and you come across an enemy group that's rolling in four to six, make sure your six guys aren't fighting one guy. It's simple. Like, How do you do that, though? If you, do they have radios? In the yeah, you just play? be like, got the one on the left, you take okay. the one on the right, yada 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 yada. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but your boy Rick Toffin is a little bit of a poet because he says very romantic things about killing people in the skies. I honored the fallen enemy by placing a stone on his beautiful grave, referring to his grave as his country and the stone as the crashing enemy fighting pilot. Oh, Ugh. okay. So it's just like, this is your grave, your country. I'm putting you where you belong. Very. It's also a very Jewish thing, right? The, the, putting the, the, stone the stone on the grave. grave. Yeah, I mean, if you ever go to a Jewish cemetery. You they don't see like it. flowers, do they? No, they'll do flowers, too. Okay. But um, it's stone on top of this, the headstone. And- but also,
0: I mean, World War I, mm-hmm. we can't get off on the, the hate Jews because they don't. They're just fucking
1: Germans. Shut the fuck up. It's not. No. <laughs> Jews have been hated forever. I know. Not, but no, the Pharaoh loved that. you. The Pharaoh gave you benefits, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he gave us sand and bread. <laughs> but uh, Not even time to let it rise Yeah, not even a day But look, I mean, Jews have been hated the whole time
0: I know, but they hated I mean, wasn't It wasn't
1: like World War One. it's just like Jews are cool in our book Though they were still hated Yeah, but they much- were hated
0: in America too
1: So, yeah, <laughs> that's a, what I'm saying I'm envisioning like the beginning of time Like the Big Bang's a pop- about to pop off And the protons are just like See, the neighbors are Jewish <laughs> like, I get it You get it, you have a dentist, he's Jewish He's like, Exceptional you know, you're like, dentistry You're like, oh, you, you, stop being so anti-Semitic And it's like, well, firstly I'm not Because I'm Jewish But then you meet a dentist who's Jewish yeah. And you go, this guy's kind of fucking annoying
0: Yeah, he's fucking annoying Yeah, it's my whole family God
1: damn it Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me I'm fine. I'm good. Don't believe you. Put it down. I'm fine. Rick Toffin bagged his first aerial victory September 1916 over the skies of France. And Rick Toffin is coming home. He's like, "Yeah, fucking big dick energy. I just want this. I deserve something nice. Mm-hmm. I want a nice." Calls up a Berlin jeweler. It's like, "Hey, Berlin jeweler, make me a nice. I just want I just I just want a sky fucking battle. I don't know if you know what that is. I just want a fucking sky What's battle." What's a nice? You know, just a nicety, a trophy, a nicety. You a know nice. what I mean? Oh, wait, so, wait, it's he. interesting you say it. He like just that, wants a dainty thing. I mean, nice. com-
0: a commemoration. No, Cody, like, so there was another uh, pilot called Juan, and he. <laughs> what are you doing? How are you? What are you doing? And Juan was just a fucking sick pilot. Fuck you. And I just just hate making you. fun <laughs> of how you say Juan, man. I hate this.
1: He just wants a nice. He wants a nice. You he say wants it a like nice they thing. do in Moana. Yeah, yeah Moana. I, 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 <laughs> I want it Moana he want it. Moana <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you for obliterating that train of the wearis Don't <laughs> worry about it he Calls up a Berlin jeweler he Calls up a fucking Berlin junior. He's like, Give me something nice I just killed people in the sky And the Berlin jeweler is like I got you I'll get you something nice real quick I'll Do you a quick dainty nice thing Berlin jeweler comes out with a little silver cup He's like I got this for you Silver cup has a date on it And uh the, the type of aircraft he annihilated over France. And Rick Toffin's like, fuck, this is amazing. I love this. Look at my tiny silver cup that, that says the thing I killed on the day I kill it. Great. And, and the jeweler's like, I'm glad you like it. Come back to me. We'll do repeat business every time you shoot something down. And Rick Toffin's like, fuck yeah, I'll be right back. Kills 59 more things. Wow. wow. Bankrupts Berlin of all of its silver. What? Yup. Really? <laughs> yep. 60 aerial victories, 60 tiny cups engraved. Oh, the jeweler's like, shit. The jeweler's like, there's no more fucking silver in Berlin. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do right now, Hold dude? Hold on.
0: First of all, Berlin is a bitch. Where's all that silver? They're blockaded.
1: To be fair, they're blockaded for the war. All right. So, if some flamboyant fighter pilot ace. Suddenly demands sixty fucking silver cups. You're gonna you're gonna run into a supply and demand problem if, if you if you know what I mean. I'm kind of imagining a few years later that jeweler talking about, you know, the only people who have silver are Jews. <laughs> Weird. We should- <laughs> Maybe we should take it. Whoa. Um, and then, and then a, a young artist who is really bad at art, <laughs> but pretty good at speaking loudly and farting out of his vegetarian asshole. Why are there artists <laughs> always <laughs> like that? That's a good idea. I like Silvers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? That war to end all wars. Maybe it's not the last one. Let's do a sequel. I'm George Lucas. Let's do World a War II Might not be the last one. Let's Travis. get George
1: Jar Binks. <laughs> and let's get Auschwitz Binks.
0: All right, so we'll get- <laughs> so imagine there's a fucking frog person and he's goose stepping. <laughs> Is that that's frog stepping? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's George uh, Jar Binks. Newt stepping dog. All right, let's move
1: along. I'm gonna right. wrap this up. I love 60, Red Baron so far. But- sixty tiny silver cups, yes. and you're asking yourself, what stopped Rick Toffin from getting his sixty-first victory? And the answer is nothing. He got way more than sixty victories. It's just he ultimately told the jeweler to shove it. When the jeweler's like, you want me to put a uh, little iron to, to, like level out the the silver shortage and Rick Toffin's like, no, don't, don't mix my victory shit with anything. Don't weak. give me that. Unpure I don't want stuff. want no, yeah. I don't want no aluminum in I'm my fucking pure. cups. What a bitch. So he was just like, no, you, you hold the trophies until we get more silver. Ever got more silver. I mean, they no. did, but he died before that. Spoilers. Now, Thomas, I want you to read this because your boy Rick Toffin's a poet of fuck. This is the day he decided to break out. Travis, the red paint.
0: What's your best jamming on? This
1: whole thing? Top one. Just the top one? Yeah. One fine day, I came upon the idea of having my crate painted glaring red. The result was that everybody could not help but notice my red bird. In fact, my opponents also seemed to not be entirely aware of it. Yeah, ball. no. But- Reason or whatever, it just breaks out red. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna paint my death machine red. I'm yeah. the Red Man. man. Literally, I like that's red blood. the only, to do re- it. Yeah. So only he, reason. Yeah. he
0: became Red Man, yep. the first Red Man. Yeah. Like you, you'd <laughs> imagine if you were trying to blend in like sky camo, you'd do like, like blue and white.
1: That, but he's like, fuck it, dude. I'm doing red. Yeah. I want to be seen. Now he. This is stupid because I don't understand the common sense of it. He painted himself red to identify as the leader. So it's just like to his squad to his squadron, he wanted to be like, hey, follow the leader. But his squadron, because he became such a hot target, mm-hmm. they all painted their shit red, too, to confuse the enemy. So uh, it's just like, why is anyone painting anything red at this point? <laughs> just yeah. Everyone stop with the red. Paint mean? all blue, dude. You got are- nothing. Just. It was painted red to stand out, and then it was painted red to not stand out, so I'm just like, let's save on the red paint budget, is all. Jeez, yeah. Put it away, guys. Pack it in. Now, it's all air superiority and games until someone loses their fucking sight. Am I right? Uh, every time. Someone loses their sights on the war? No, their sight in general. Okay. Wounded in combat, July 6th, mysterious skull fracture while... In combat, disoriented and blinded, your boy Ricky was still able to pull himself out of the tailspin and crash land in not enemy, but friendly territory. That's the Uh, best place to land. Yeah. Oh, look (laughs) at these people. They're so happy. He's dizzy. He's blind. And he can still be like, that's why he's the safe way. Yeah. It's like the homeless man passing out in the lobby of a Panera. It's like like (laughs) living on one HP in a JRPG. That's what it is. That's how the nerd would look at it. Yeah, I'm That's going with Panera. Okay, fine. <laughs> Ricky was recovered; his skull was reset. Wait,
0: his skull was reset. Yep. How do you reset your yep, skull? Yep, you put it
1: back where it, the shape it's supposed to be. No, you just yeah, hang him. you hang him upside down inside of some kind of synthetic womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what Tom said. Skulls reset. He walks off the blindness. He's back flying three weeks later. Oh, good. Really? For him. Like I'm doing this again because. Silver cups, bitch. It's all I have.
0: It's all I have. That in my cups. I'm a fly boy.
1: April 21st, 1918. Uh-oh. Look at that year. That's the end that of year. the war, bro. Also the end of someone's life. No. He engaged true. in a dogfight to save his comrade in arms. Also his cousin, Wolfram Richthofen, in a dogfight.
0: Wolfram Alpha.
1: He dove in, saved his cousin, but a single... 0.303 bullet struck Rick Toffin square in his chest, missing the plane entirely. Ooh, damn. Oh, damn. Obliterating his heart and lungs instantly. He got Tom Clancy'd. Mm. Yeah, he got sieged, now, bro. Now, despite not having functioning chest organs, his instincts take over and he's still able to crash land the plane in one piece. He doesn't have lungs or a heart. And he's, he's still able to put it fucking down. I just kind of see like he gets shot, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this the cool way." He starts pulling back, and then there's like that. Just land the plane back in friendly territory. It wasn't friendly territory. He couldn't do that this time,
0: dude. I'm just thinking that he's like, he is all right. So his fucking whole body's fucked, and he's like landing that plane. And he's going down for, like, a perfect landing, and he just, like, pitches the nose up and fucking manuals all the, <laughs> way d- all the way down the fucking... Tony um, All the way balances. to the
1: graveyard and just bucks him out into an open... gap. Cal- yep. <laughs> yeah, he died in Venice Beach, California, of the <laughs> sickest little coping <laughs> you can imagine. He's not dead yet. He manages to land the plane. He manages to survive until a search party finds him. Now, not good for Rick Toffin. It's not a search party... On his side. It's right. the enemy search party. It's an English-speaking search party. I think it was actually Australians, for whatever reason they were there in the moment. But um, they were out, they were all holiday. Oh, uh, yeah. So, somehow, with fucked-up, non-existent lungs, Rick Toffen says his last words as the search party arrives. You don't know what they were? Australians don't speak German. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. However, the men did corroborate. They understood one word from the dying man. It was uh, kaput. Kaput. I'm done. Yeah. They're like, we definitely got, we all got kaput out of his last words. Definitely kaput. <laughs> and then, and then did the dying thing. I'm going to guess what his last words was. He was like smoking that J. And when they came over. <laughs> it's coming out of the bullet hole. He, yeah. <laughs> and he's holding it in there. He's going. Do you guys want to hit this? Almost kaput. Dead. Yeah, kaput. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly kaput. <laughs> yeah. Nearly kaput.
0: Oh, well, that is a good boy. He's red and he's barren, dude. He's like a... That is, I think, our first roast mortem red rocket.
1: He is. We're not done yet. Posthumous M. Night Shyamalan twist long after his death and after Ballistic Science is up to snuff, we learn Ricky wasn't actually killed in the dogfight. What? He wasn't shot from a... He wasn't killed by a bullet that was shot from a plane. Whoa. The angle suggests it was none other than machine gun operator W.J. Evans, a.k.a. Snowy, an Australian, on the ground taking wild pot shots at the dogfight. What?
0: That is is some Battlefield fucking, only in Battlefield. Oh, Dice is,
1: yeah, Dice Battlefield. Right there. What was his name? Snowy? Uh, W.J. Evans, a.k.a. Gunner Snowy. Gunner Snowy. So Gunner Snowy being the the stupid guy. (laughs) they're like his, Could have hit his team. Snowy, Snowy, go take some bullets and shoot them yeah. off over there. We're we're talking about yeah. gentleman things. Oi,
0: Snowy, them Germans is running, running across this fucking no man's land, and he's just fucking shooting up there in the sky. I don't
1: like flies. I don't like them at all, mate. I'll take them all out. He was on a Lewis gun, and uh, I'm pretty sure historically those were cooled with piss. Yes, they were. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> That's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. So if you think about it, your boy Rick Toffin is undefeated. He only got hit by undefeated as far as like aerial dogfights. Gotcha. He got
0: hit by piss, and he died. got hit
1: by a crit. He, he got a critical hit from a from a from very lucky. It was it was essentially makeshift anti artillery, anti artillery, and now his son Red Baron Junior makes pizzas. All the delicious pizzas. Oh, I I don't understand that. What's your favorite Red Baron pizza? Standard pepperoni, dude. I've never had one. I just see them in there. Why? You know what's interesting? There's a little cheddar. There's a little cheddar. We live in New York. Why have either of you had those? Because Uh, it's I'm hurricanes. Sandy ate that shit. It was was when the power came back on Alright so
0: Cody's making an excuse I get drunk I need to eat pizza Sure Yeah. I just put it in my oven I don't fall asleep while it's on And I don't burn my
1: house down Did that happen? It
0: was pretty close to one of our buds
1: Yeah. Alright well Cody thank you for bringing in The ninth of our years Mm. That we're calculating So number 10 Is going to be All three of us just picking a mini one. All
0: right.
1: would Billy, I and the I Captain. Right, Have so you seen the things? So now we will bring it on home. So we're going to bring it home. We're going to pick three people. One each. One of us each. We're going to pick someone that died this year, and we're going to talk about them for this a This fucking a century. Yeah. You know, this yeah. century is a good... It was not a good century. It
0: was uh, not a good year.
1: Well, we destroyed a lot of shit, but... 2018 was How rough. are you doing? 2018. It was a rough lad. We lost a good handful of people. Only a handful. I'm sure the rest were garbage. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is a more honorable one and also quicker because we don't care so yeah, much. Yeah, Tom, so, like, who... why don't you start Yeah, Tom, you i I'll go first. start first. You do it. The guy I picked for 2018 who died is a man named Ralph Santola. Ralph Santola? And he's a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the most underrated guitar players of all time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic death metal guitar player Oh, from Obituary oh. and Deicide. All of his solos are the most tastefully written solos. <sighs> Way up there, very sexual. Nice. Get you hard, get you soft at the same time. Get you wet if that's what you're into. So would, into would you say the
0: drummer in his band was like touching two bananas? Really? But... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was awesome, and uh, he drank himself to death. Oof. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So uh, hats off to Ralph, Ralph Santola. You're. Uh, you're... You'll be missed or something. Yeah. I'll go next. I'm going to do none other than R. Lee Ermey. Oh. AKA Mail Call. That, that guy. Full metal jacket drill instructor. And I'm doing him because I appreciate the art of the roast. I did Diogenes. Now, this man is long after Diogenes, but I feel like he had the ability to roast such as Diagonese. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rifle through some of his gems right quick, if you don't mind. Go for it! Yeah, you would best unfuck yourself, or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. Love a good it. Good one. Good premium yeah. rush. Entry. Yeah. I want that head so sanitary and squared away that the Virgin Mary herself would be proud to go in there and take a dump.
0: Well, yeah. I would love the Virgin Mary to like take a dump in my gapped asshole. So I could shit it out myself. Cody, more please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would best square your ass away and start shitting me Tiffany Cufflinks, or I will definitely fuck you up.
0: That's good. Yeah. I will might shit Tiffany Cufflinks tomorrow, or feel like I'm shitting Tiffany Where Cufflinks Where do those come tomorrow. from? That's just the sand. Is that the gallbladder? Uh, I think it's just all my organs dying. <sighs> nice.
1: All right, well. You climb obstacles like old people fuck? And my personal favorite, try as you may. You can never defy love.
0: What? He didn't oh. say that
1: during the movie, but that is an Arlie Ermy quote. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dead from pneumonia, April 15th, 2018, 74. Same way as Bernie Mac. Oh, Barney Rest Mac. in peace, Arlie Ermey. All right, so I'm
0: going to do my last guy. I'm going to start out with a song. <clears throat> New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Oh, Chinese food makes me Shut sick. Shut up. Uh, I think it's fly. when girls get by with the summer. Hot dad We're is dead? Summer. No. Uh, wait. Fucking David Lima died this year. Oh. Who the hell is he? David Lima, King Guido
1: of oh, L F. Oh, what? What did he die from? And I don't care about him. <laughs> I don't give a shit about him or his family.
0: Well, he is actually the second person to die from LFO. Wow, that's only a three piece. Well, it it well technically a four piece. Oh, uh, okay. So it was a three piece. All right, but the first dude died of leukemia. Oh, at all right, thirty six. That's, that's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah, and David Lima died of leukemia at uh four, 42, 41 what it that's is, that's not a transferable
1: thing that's a horrible way to die i know it's i harb- mean it doesn't matter how bad of a band you're in
0: i know it's a hor- no i know it's a horrible way to die but when you hang out too much of the jersey shore you might just pick up you fucking get, plutonium you get stuff true you know so i want to shout out to fucking new kids on the block had a bunch of hits i mean chinese food doesn't
1: make me sick at all i don't know even know where that
0: i don't even know where that fucking line came
1: from. it is funny that a Boy Band manages to mention another older boy band in their hit song.
0: What was it? New Kids on the Block. Oh, New
1: Kids on the Block. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Had a, they had a bunch of hits. They did. And mm. Chinese food definitely will make you sick if you eat it in such
1: quantity. Anything. Yeah. Anything, really. Yeah. I mean,
0: right. I ha- one time I ate two tons of fucking General Sows and didn't do that. But that made me <laughs> sick, though. All right. Well, thank that's, you. That's yeah. of, close, close to two, <laughs> two, two tons. Happy New Year's. This is Don't the, get sick.
1: Close to two tons? Nah. All right. Standard deviation thank of a billion. Yeah. Thank you for bringing the, the guy from LFO who died <laughs> as our final <laughs> New Year's Eve celebration. <laughs> we really needed that. I
0: ended on a high note, bro. Thank you. Thank you. you
1: Oh, God. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> this is a fun episode. Yeah, We're gonna I do love these. We're going to do these every year. It's sexual. Yes. You can follow me, Tom, at Saunched on Twitter, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T.
0: Nah. You can follow me at Sandy Claus. Oh, at the on. North Pole.
1: Jangle, jangle. You really Jingle, don't care. Jangle, jangle,
0: yeah. jangle, You can hear my sleigh bells ring. I am Travis Legion. You
1: can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Two E's for nice. my friend there, Travis. And I'm Cody McCann. You can find me on Twitter at Cody McCann. C-O-D-Y-M-C-A-N. And you can follow us collectively at Roast Mortem Cast yeah. on Twitter or Instagram, or you can choose a Gmail. And we do have a Facebook, mm-hmm. and we don't have a URL up. <gasps> what? But what? We're going to be launching a Patreon. What the fuck? I do improve approve on any of this.
0: It's all about new you. It's all about low. Yo, it's all about, like, we went to the gym. Uh, we all got La Fitness. Right. Oh, you know? Yeah. And that's right. And
1: we're going to take money from the
0: Patreon, and we're going to go to the gym to work off this beer. La Fitness.
2: And
1: that's it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Maybe be... buy more beer. That'll be coming. We'll have some bonus content on there. That'll be early January. That'll yeah. be up. so, so it's all going to be different. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, it, it's, uh, it's been a year. What a a more year. than a year. Yeah. What a and year. And we really like doing this, and we want to keep doing it. So guess what? Let's oh, just
0: good. do uh, a, little bit,
1: a little bit of... Uh... Thank, you Shane, thank, you Shane, thank,
0: you thank you, Shane. 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 Hey! Thank you, Shane.
2: Shane! Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. <laughs>